Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one McCrispy, so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Whether you're a morning person or a bedtime procrastinator, everyone deserves a mattress that works for their style. And you'll find the best mattress for you at Ashley. The new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley brings you one-of-a-kind body-conforming technology, making every sleep tailored to be your best. The collection also features cool-to-the-touch covers and motion absorption to help minimize sleep disruptions from partners, pets, or kids. Shop the all-new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home. Okay, so I'm going to start this by saying that I know for a fact that you have not seen this movie. Okay, great. But I'm uh, confident that you'll be able to get it anyway. And also, you not seeing it in itself is a clue. Um, All right, so. Okay. Squeeze my tiny ass up in this. Stage these bitches in here. You like a girl? Cute. What? Yeah, I started with one that wasn't going to be so easy. Obviously, I had no clues in there, and this movie could be anything to you right now because you've never seen it. But <laughs> loads of people at home know. I didn't. I still thought you were talking regular. I thought you were saying About- you were gonna squeeze your ass up in something. That's when it clicked. Like, wait a second, what? Oh, because um, I'm gay. Well, no. I mean, you just be talking like that sometimes. But nigga, I need you to live here. I, I, I'm tired of sitting up in this house without a man next to me when I want being lonely. I'ma do what the fuck I wanna do. What? How old is this movie? At first I thought you were... 17 years? Oh, shit. Nigger, this game... What? I... Is it too... Well, no, I've seen two Wong Fu. Mm-hmm. What is it? Is that the... Are, are there any more hints or no? <sighs> Let me see. What can I do here? I'm, I'm, I'm really, really pulling them from my, my okay. memory. Well, I'm like struggling because I cannot. Well, I haven't even fucking seen it. What? <laughs> you you literally set me up to fail. No, I just felt like you'd be able to guess. How? Uh, because Is it Crossroads? The Bone Thugs and Harmony video? No, the Britney Spears movie? <laughs> Why would I have thought of that first? Why? I don't know because I've, I don't, I've never seen the movie. It's Baby Boy. Oh, my God. I have seen Baby Boy, but definitely not enough to be able to quote that bitch. You said you saw the preg- the, you saw Tyrese grown ass in utero. Yeah. And then you turned it off. So you haven't seen Baby Boy. Well, that... <laughs> <laughs> it's literally the first, like, five seconds of the movie. But I have seen... I hate you, Jody. Well, that's the part I was doing. And well, what? she said that a lot. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's who you were being Taraji when she was like, get out the house, because... She kicked him out the house. Okay. For going to strip club. I feel like at some other point, somebody must have shown me, maybe in college, but it's only bits really and pieces. Funny. Only bits and pieces. It's kind of about offset. Okay. Well, and on that note, welcome to the read. Hey guys, I'm Jimmy Uso. And I am Taraji P. Henson. And this is the read, folks. Welcome back. Thanks for coming and joining us today. Um, 
Black excellence. Jumping off from the beginning, uh, we'll start with one Janet Jackson. Jackson. Love it. Um, who has recently been named a 2019 inductee into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, as she has deserved for many of the years. Uh, fame, Hall, Rock, Roll, all of these words <laughs> describe Janet Jackson. <laughs> what is wrong with you? And the Lord blessed me. Enough to make it possible that I could see Janet Jackson perform before I'm dead. So I just wanted mm-hmm. to honor her in this day, in this, this moment, great. and say congratulations to so well deserved her. Also, Yolanda Ford. Yolanda Ford is uh, the city of Missouri City, Texas's next mayor, and what? the first Black woman to be said mayor. Okay, Missouri City, I see y'all. Yeah, I felt like, you know, given Texas and things that that would mean something to you. Honestly, I didn't even know Missouri City was its own city. I thought it was a neighborhood in Houston. So to hear that they have their own mayor is like, oh, okay. But then that a black woman is the mayor is great. That's fantastic. Also, ABC has ordered additional (laughs) episodes of Blackish. So. You know that we stand for that show over here. My. Oh, man. It's changed now because, you know. Zoe's in college. Junior's still at home with this gap year thing. So the the twins are like more of a focus and they're adolescents and growing up. And I just can't, I can't handle it. It's so good. I just, oh man, they are still knocking it out of the park with Blackish. That's my fucking show. Hey y'all, this podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Finding a work-life balance can be tough. Okay. If anybody knows, I know. But Squarespace gives you the tools to reach your goals and have time to celebrate. If you don't know, Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. You can use Squarespace to create a website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to your time, all in one place. With the new guided design Squarespace blueprint, you can select from curated layout and styling options to create a personalized website that's optimized for every device and make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. You can accept credit cards, PayPal, Apple Pay, and in certain countries, you can give customers the chance to buy now and pay later with Afterpay and Clearpay. And with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about, choose your tone, enter what you need, and get auto-generated text. Y'all know I love Squarespace. I used it to put our website together. This is 3.com. I've also used it on my personal website, crystal.com. And that is because, first of all, it's very easy to use if you ever need to update it. It's simple to log in, make whatever updates you can make or whatever you need to do without knowing any code or anything like that. And it helps me to just stay organized, do everything I need to do. Because you got to have a web presence, okay? It's 2024. You got to have a web web presence. So head on over to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash three to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Let them know if you're in Crystal sent you. All right, let's get back to the show. Hey, y'all, listen, we all know that life is full of the yada, yada, yada. You know, sometimes you sign up for a contract one place and then in order to get out of it, you got to send a million letters and go up there in person. And it's just a bunch of blah, blah, blah. Like this could have been easier. Okay, we've all dealt with the yada, yada before when companies have those sneaky gotchas hiding deep in fine print or, you know, even bills that just seem to keep going up every month for no dang reason. Or when budget airlines promise a cheap fare, but then they charge you for every little thing until... You might as well have just booked your ticket somewhere else. 
But it is possible to outsmart the yada yada, like triple checking airline deals and making sure everything you need is already included. So remember, you don't have to take the yada yada in life and you don't have to take it from your wireless provider. Metro by T-Mobile has no contracts, no credit checks, no surprises and not a yada yada. So stop by one of the over 6,000 Metro stores nationwide to sign up today. All right. So on tonight's episode or or, our segment that we call Hot Tops, the bottom with a clock in its walls, I would like to begin with a story. Uh, Alfonso Ribeiro is suing Epic Games, the company that uh, created the game Fortnite that has taken... uh, Pretty much the nation's children by storm. The world, maybe. Mm -hmm. Um, So if you don't know, Fortnite is this video game that the kids love where 100 players drop onto this cartoon map until everybody's David one of them. And it's very meme-heavy. It's cartoonish. And one of the things uh, that, I guess, users love love about it is that your character can emote, um, which just means that they can... Show emotion. Yeah. (laughs) Display it. But like the emotes, uh, oftentimes will be uh, dances or, you know. So if you're excited, you do the Carlton. Right. So one of the things that you can, one of the emotes you can set on the character is Carlton's dance. Oh, no. Um, They had the shoot dance. They've had uh, Millie Rock. The floss. The floss. Lots of these dances that the kids do on TikTok or whatever the fuck. And so, Everything was all great. That's how they've been uh, getting a lot of your nine-year-olds to give them their money. Uh, because you usually have to pay for those things. Like, you got to get coins or whatever the fuck to spend it. Oh, on. right. For upgrades and shit. For the tiny era of my life where I was playing Fortnite, I did spend a decent amount of money just on uh, cosmetic shit and costumes and fucking emotes. <laughs> so the dances aren't free. You got to pay to do the shoot. I think that there's another way to get them in the game. I think, like, by leveling up your character, but then you have to, like, play the game a lot and well. Is this a game that I would like or no? no? Okay. All right. So, I mean, try it. It's free if you want to try it. Um, it's like one of those phone apps. Oh, well, that's why they have all these fucking, like, opportunities to spend money because the game yes. is free. Okay, no. It's like a phone that. app. Oh, no, thank you. I thought this was something you could buy on the PlayStation. Well, yeah, you can. Oh. But I'm saying it's PlayStation. Anywhere you can play games, you could probably play Fortnite. You can play it on your Switch. But the game itself is free. They get your money by making you the want all of shit. these things Got that it. are not free. Got it. Um, anyway, so, um, someone probably tapped Alfonso Rivera on the, the shoulder and said, hey, girl, they're, they're suing the girls. <laughs> <laughs> because I think to Millie, the young man, uh, from here who created the Millie Rock dance, he sued them. That was a headline. Right, right. I remember that. A week or so ago. And Alfonso is suing for the Carlton dance. That little white boy is suing for the floss. So I see the Fortnite empire crumbling down after they start issuing out payments <laughs> yeah. for all these damn dances <laughs> and fucking shit that they've been using. So, mm-hmm. mm. I mean, so uh, did the white boy really invent the floss? Because that was my only question when I saw that headline. I was like, he's the first person I saw do it. But 
I just assumed when I saw it that that was a thing that kids were doing, mm-hmm. and I just didn't know anything about it because I'm not a kid yeah. anymore. I don't know the the legal parts of all of it, but I have to think Alfonso Ribeiro must think he has a case if he's actually filing a lawsuit. Yeah, like, I would believe that. Yeah, I believe that of him. Now these young people might just be doing whatever the fuck because they're young, but you know that man. We really don't see his name. He ain't really out here trying to be a social media star or nothing like that. You know, he's like, I got my wife and my kids and my money and my legacy, so I'm cool. He'd be hosting a whole bunch of shows. I mean, and I'm not mad at none of that. So I feel like if if Carlton is suing, then he must have <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> he must have a basis. And I'll be damned if you tell me that anybody popularized that dance more than he did. Like, period. It's been the Carlton since like '93. <laughs> Right. Like, I couldn't tell you what some of these motherfuckers that have made these famous dances even look like. Right. But the Carlton, everybody knows what Alfonso looks like. Everybody knows what that dance is. Yeah, get your money. And I highly doubt that... What network did the Fresh Prince air on when it was on? Was it NBC? NBC. I highly doubt that NBC, like, owns the rights to that dance. I wouldn't even be surprised if he just made that up. They probably said, do some dumb dance, yeah. and that's what he did. I would be surprised if they owned it, too. It probably is his. It's like, not like NBC Universal filed the lawsuit. Right. So, you know, I just run these niggas their money, as far as I'm concerned. I suck at Fortnite. Never won anything in my life. So, <laughs> like, if this takes them down, <laughs> justice. You mad because you're not good at the game. Yeah, I do. I'm terrible Ocho Cinco was like, how come everybody is suing, like, nigga, because they... Don't they're want, using their You know, Fortnite is making, making money off of, of like Fortnite's not providing these dances and shit like for free as some public lot. service. <laughs> they're charging. Do you know how much money they probably have made when each one of the like that shoot dance alone? Do you know how many people were like, I'm about to go and buy me some coins on this fucking store mm-hmm. so I can get this thing because I want for my little cartoon to do that dance. So uh, my, another question. This may not actually have a real answer, but what good does it do if your character does the shoot or the Carlton? Like, can it's just you, fun. I mean, but is there like a recording of it that you get to post to your Instagram? I mean, you, you can. You can do that? Yeah, totally. I'm like, does anybody else ever even know that you did it? Does it get you more points? Well, yeah. There was even a, um, there was even like this campaign that we're doing, I want to say in the summer, uh, not too long after, I guess, Infinity War came out. And Thanos was a playable character in the game. And there were clips of him doing the shoot dance all oh. over the internet. Some with music, some without. Okay. Um. So, yeah, you definitely can tape it and be like, here's my little goofy character doing this dance. Wow. But that's about it. It doesn't make you Fortnite better. sounds like a genius idea, honestly. It popularizes and <laughs> makes money off of meme culture and then creates meme culture within the game. Wow. I mean, it's a decent game. Like, it's it's fun, you know? It's probably way more fun if you're actually good. <laughs> Okay. Um, so it's not like it's a trash game that's just sucking in the money out of people for no good reason. But yeah, I mean, I, I too believe that Alfonso Ribeiro probably spoke to a whoever his attorney is. Mm-hmm. And I would assume that his attorney probably has enough sense to tell him whether or not that case would be right. wasted. Whether time. this is frivolous or not. Right. right. So I expect to hear about settlements yep. or not hear about settlements. <laughs> right. But just what happened to that? Oh, it just went away magically. Hmm. All and right. Fortnite has been like. Fortnite has been so popular for so long at this point. Like, they go through what they call seasons, Mm -hmm. where they change the map and add new features and stuff, like, every, I don't don't know if it's every month or how long it takes, but they're on, I think, season seven or eight or something like that right now. So it's been popular and been generating income for a long time. So I don't know what a settlement would even look like, but I know them niggas got coin. Well. (laughs) So. And that's it. (laughs) Run me my money. 
Remy Ma and Papoose have welcomed their child into the world finally. Um, <laughs> bruh, I, I love how excited Papoose is. I just do. Especially when, you know, I watched that show, Love and Hip Hop, New oh, York, right. mm-hmm. which I don't anymore. But um, just hey, hearing his constant uh, chatter about how bad he wanted a baby with Remy Ma and her mostly being like, oh my God, shut the fuck up. Like, <laughs> I just I got just out of got, prison. <laughs> just got out of prison. I would like to enjoy my weed and cheeses and things like that right. for a bit. Like my nigga, I'm performing. Let me go to an album out, whatever. But um, yeah, they had a girl. Congratulations. Papu says, every time I look at her, she's even more beautiful. Dreams do come true. Hashtag the golden child is what, what they've been calling Aww. the baby. What is The golden Doesn't child is a movie about what? Boxing? No, I don't think so. Oh, I'm thinking of the emperor. I'm thinking of the, the oh movie that's set. Um, the golden child is the movie with Eddie Murphy in it. Oh, oh shit, it is. What the fuck am I thinking about? You're, well, now I don't know. But I'm thinking about a sports movie. Hold on. I am thinking of The Golden Child because this this is set in Tibet, is it not? Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. But I've never, I, I completely forgot that yeah. this movie even existed, to be honest with no, you. No, I saw it like once on VHS. Anyway, anyway, I don't I don't know enough about this movie. Okay, well, anyways. Um, just thought that was something to throw out there. Congratulations to Reminisce and this child who, I don't know if they shared her name yet maybe her name golden oh now that would be pretty yeah why not sure i'm sure they're going to put out a very golden ma sappy rap love song about this baby mm, another glory because <laughs> you know they have like loads of black love rap songs together right. and i don't like any of them <laughs> i've never really been like oddly enough i've never really been a big fan of like rap ballads I mean, or like yeah. love songs the closest I think I could get is like Song Cry by Jay-Z yeah. and that song is literally just about him being a fuck, fuck nigga, nigga. And, and not gonna change yeah <laughs> like I'm a fuck nigga and I'm going to remain that way how dare you not stay with me again <laughs> Offset <laughs> has his claws in this entire episode <laughs> like, there he is smells like you bruh mm. but anyway you know good for them I'm very happy for them glad the baby was delivered safely and all that Joel Santana we spoke on the show before about him and his uh, situation at the airport in New Jersey where he had a gun on him and Woo. was caught with said gun and took off and hopped in a cab and went back to Kimbella uh, and waited for them to find him or whatever, I guess. Um, like nobody was going to notice at Newark. <laughs> And uh, and Oxy. He had eight Oxy pills on Oh, shit. But damn, he got a lot of time. Oh, wait, no. He didn't get 27 years. It was like 27 months. 27 months. But still, that's over two years. Yeah, and he's got babies. Oh, well. Hmm. And Kim Bella's got a storyline. Look at that. Oh, doesn't she? <laughs> it's funny how they that all works They might still be out. filming, so this might make it onto this I season. know Mona was like, really? God is blessing all the Shut the niggas. fuck up. <laughs> You are such garbage. <laughs> I know Mona was like, could a bitch be more blessed? Nigga, this headline probably hit the shade room and Kim Bella got a knock on her door with a camera directly in her face. Thoughts? Feelings? How are we today, girls? You don't get on my you fucking know what house. It is. We're rolling, bitch. We're rolling. 
Live reaction. Like, first of all, I've said already that I don't even understand how this type of shit be happening to niggas because there's so many stories like this where rappers or athletes usually are at the airport and they have a gun on them. Mm -hmm. And it's like, how do you even... Didn't this happen to... um, Didn't this also happen to Tiny's daughter Mm -hmm. that changed her eyes back? Yep. Like... Like, you really don't go in your bag and make sure that everything is out of it or, like, you know what all is in it, especially if you regularly transport drugs and guns. <laughs> like, the the lack of foresight here is incredible. But... I don't know how that should be happening. Like, maybe a little nugget of weed or mm. one pill. You, <laughs> you know got, what I'm saying? You got like, two years to, to dwell on it. A loaded gun, my nigga. Like, like they can wow. see they can see the gun and the bullets on the... <laughs> <laughs> on the damn uh, scanner thing, like you're fucked. The pills might have made it through, bro. You could have like they I mean, might have thought that shit was aspirin, or you could have put them right in with a Tylenol bottle, and nobody would ever known the difference. But the gun, girl, this had to have been an easy like a, a mistake and a, a huge fuck up. Yeah, and now you got to spend 27 months away from your family Woo. because of it. But... That's a hard pill to. <laughs> No pun intended. <laughs> but that's a hard pill to swallow right there. 27 months off of something so dumb. He has to have been kicking himself this whole time. Like, why didn't I just look through the Check fucking the bag, bag and take the damn gun out? Why didn't I just do that? Especially, I mean, well, I don't know what New Jersey gun laws are like in comparison to New York. It can be too different. But just being from, you ain't from Jersey anyway. So, like, what? Yeah. I... It don't even matter because it's the airport and everybody knows How better. How many guns do you have? It's not an airport in America where you can take a loaded gun through TSA. Not this nigga one. must have guns. Like, you must find guns on him like you find like a dollar yeah. or like some gun. Right. So I completely if I had I a gun, <laughs> I feel like I would always know where my gun is. But also probably wouldn't ever have more than one and just would not. There's so many, you know, layers to this situation that would not have been me. But I almost... I almost kind of feel for him. I do feel bad. Because that's two years for something really fucking stupid. Right. Really stupid. Like, had you just double-checked double. real quick and been like, fuck, it's a gun. Thrown it in the trunk or whatever and then went on about your day. We would not be here right now. And Dipset is doing their whole, we're back together and making music no, and doing no, shows not. thing. Not yet. Now they got to do him like that, like JT. <sighs> Shit. I know JT must be behind bars every day getting more and more annoyed. God damn, like, what the fuck is this? This is the time I really need to be out there and making shit happen and keeping my name out. And I just. This bitch out here saying dumb shit every fucking every day. Can't fucking even defend day. my fucking <laughs> I wonder if they have, like, argued about that or not. She's probably like, it. bitch, what you gonna do? I fucking doubt it. Yeah, they probably in agreement. JT, exactly. I'm sure JT was like, well, what the fuck is the problem? <laughs> I mean, they wouldn't beat the guy out there, baby, too. They lying. I thought she was getting out in December. Is she not? I don't know. I'll, I've just been hearing soon, like mm-hmm. a lot. I don't think I've anybody has set an actual date. Oh, okay. But it can't be too much longer. I don't know how long you go to jail for fraud, though. Yeah, I've no, never neither. committed. <laughs> no, also. Oh. Um. Next up, Nina. Um. Who's Nina? Nene Leaks oh, is uh, <laughs> apparently on board for a Phaedra return. To the Real Housewives of Atlanta, which I haven't been watching this season because I have better things to do and it just looks incredibly boring. I didn't know she was off Housewives. Phaedra? Oh, oh, sir. Okay, sorry. You said Phaedra's getting ready for a Nene return. Nene? Oh, did, is that what I said? Well, you said the opposite. You said Nene was getting ready for a return. Well, now I'm confused. Nene, who is still on the program. Okay. <laughs> you know, you got okay. to work with me. <laughs> Nene is still on the show. Okay. 
She took a photo with Phaedra recently. Oh, God. With her Canadian tuxedo. What the fuck? She, anyways. I gotta look this up. She probably bought this at Nini's boutique, to be honest with you. That shit got Nini all over it. But she posted a picture on her Instagram with Phaedra, and it says, I got a lot of gifts uh, for her birthday. But this one takes the cake, tags Phaedra, and puts hashtag fix it Jesus and come come on back P. Fay Fay and B Day Turnip. Oh God. Um I just found this post on Instagram. <laughs> I kind of feel like Nini. Nini probably speaks loudly and uh, consistently enough to, to, I was about to say Ryan Murphy, to Andy Cohen that he just gives her what he wants or what she wants. Right. Um, I mean, also, hmm. I guess, as I've said, this season seems boring and all it would really take is for them to have Phaedra come on this show and yeah. uh, there'd be tension for me to watch it again. And I don't even like Phaedra. Same, but Phaedra being on the show would make excellent TV. That I do know. Yeah. <laughs> and from everything I've been hearing about it, people are just like, uh, you know, not really into it. Don't really care about the new girls. I don't no. even know who the new girls are. Eva and that girl from Black LaFred. Oh, right. See, I don't. I mean, no shade to Eva. She's gorgeous. But I am not really. I don't think I care to see her in another reality TV you setting. Especially so, not this one. She's not good on it. Yeah, y'all probably need some mess and some drama. And who's better at that shit than Phaedra? So there you go. I can't wait to see. I'm like I'm certain if it's not next season, which I feel like it will be. But if it's not next season, they definitely gonna bring her ass back. Like maybe the one after that. But I can feel a Phaedra return mm-hmm. happening next season, especially with as whack as this one is. They got to be thinking, Damn. okay, how do we turn it up? And all it's gonna take is for you to bring Phaedra's ass back, because you know. Candy and Carmen and Let's the mama and Let's everybody <laughs> going to be over there giving you fucking Infinity Wars. I want, yes. And so now that it's looking like it might happen, which I thought it would this season. So I'm, I'm glad it's looking like it might. I definitely do want a showdown between Phaedra and Candy. I don't need Portia there for this one. I, don't, I was going to say, I don't even know what her I, I, relationship But I also is like do want, I really want a Phaedra and Portia sit down on camera. That's what I'm saying. I want to see that back. Because I don't even, they, I don't believe they even speak anymore. Right. No, I mean, Portia got played to the absolute fucking left in front of everybody. And we already call her stupid. So it had to have been even worse for us to be like, damn, you really are like... You really ran with Phaedra lying ass. Like, what? Phaedra, stay lying, bitch. What was you thinking? She's, no, Phaedra's grimy as hell. Did you read the book that lady put out against her? Hell no. I did. It was only $2 on Amazon. You are. It was just one long PDF. Oh! <laughs> well, now I'm definitely going to yeah, read it. Yeah, it's self-published. It's um, oh, yeah, for well, sure self-edited. And yeah. it's a whole mess. But she's basically like, Phaedra been running scams for decades. Everybody in Atlanta know about her grimy, terrible ass. This lady, I can't like, remember, though. I feel like it was either her or... Um, <coughs> excuse me. Bless you. Her or Jackie's daughter, who was like, Writing a book, Jackie, whatever her face is. Jackie Christie. Doug Christie's, Christie's wife. wife. I'm a boss. Your ring fell out your, <laughs> your, your diamond your fell stone, out your ring. Your, your diamond boss. fell right on out that setting. <laughs> I'm a big boss. Yeah. Um, I can't remember it was one of them who was writing a book and put out uh, like an excerpt from it. And I couldn't read it. So okay. I just... <laughs> well, I don't know. If, I don't know either because I never saw an excerpt from Jackie's daughter's book. But this book is highly entertaining. 
And the thing is, I don't get the feeling this lady is lying because she has nothing to lose at this what point. What is her name again? Well, no, I don't know. You got to Google like Phaedra, Phaedra Park's book. book. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember her name or Look, anything. I put in Phaedra and Phaedra Park's book. Just well, there right. you go. <laughs> but the worst part is that this lady did a bid because of Phaedra. And her mama died while she was in prison. Oh, yes, I did. And Phaedra went to the funeral in her spot. Shut up. I'm not lying to you. I'm about to buy it. It's so I good. And then after she got out of jail, Phaedra would like not give her any money, wouldn't support her, her and her baby like starving, and Phaedra don't give a fuck. Yeah, I kind of heard like the like the basics of the story, yeah. but I am going to read it. I this. wouldn't be surprised. It's so funny because I put it in Phaedra Park's book. The first thing that comes up is her book, Phaedra's, that says Secrets of the Southern Belle. Oh, okay. How to be nice, work hard, look pretty, have fun, and never have an off moment. Uh- and she's got this motherfucking, this hair looking like Jimmy Neutron's mom on the cover. <laughs> You know she loved that bullshit. Right underneath it by Angela Stanton. Yes. Lies of a real housewife. (laughs) Tell the truth and shame the devil. That's what the fucking book is called. I'm buying it. Yeah, that's what it's called. The Kindle edition is not $2, so it's $8. Well, the price has clearly gone up because a few years ago, a few years ago when they had her, it was like a. Like maybe a finale watching or whatever of it was like a, a big viewing yes. party and Angela was there. Yep. And I think she was on Candy's Instagram Live or yeah. Snapchat or something like that. I think she like was at OLG or something. She was somewhere where she had like the cameras were on her and yeah. she talked about it. And I was like, well, what the hell book is this? And I think back then it was probably two or three dollars. So I bought it then. It's 250 pages. Yeah, like I said, it's a long PDF. It's not a very, I don't consider 250 pages a very long book, especially because it's full of mess from beginning to end. Who is this on the cover? Oh, no clue. Uh, I bought a Kindle version, so I don't think I ever paid attention. Oh, come on, word sizing. Oh, wow. I didn't know she actually had physical copy. Oh, she has come up. I guess a lot of people bought the book. (laughs) Okay, Angela. This is 2013 this was published. Yeah, I think I bought it then. Oh. Or whenever... Like, maybe a year or two after. Yeah, well, Mama's uh, got paperbacks now. That's why it's not too far. Well, I think dollars. this is her. Yeah, this is her on the cover. This is Angela. Oh, it might be. I don't know what she looked like, so. Yeah, I think this is her. Damn, fourteen seventy. You know what? Maybe I should get... No, that's ridiculous. Well, I know she I'm not getting no hard copies. Oh, yeah. Oh, and the funny part was... um, <laughs> Why do I remember this? It was like the reunion or something where Candy was like, I wouldn't have never had that girl who wrote the book come up and blah, 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 be all in your face. And Phaedra said something like, well, first of all, it's a cease and desist out for that book. And Angela was like, no, it's not. Don't know why she said that. Ain't no cease and desist. I can say whatever the fuck I want to. <laughs> why does Sheree so... have a book called Wives, Fiancés, and Side Chicks of Hotlanta? Remember, that was her storyline, that she was writing this book and everybody was mad at her because she was being the official tea gatherer or whatever. And so that was her, yeah. I haven't paid attention to These bitches are sad. You hear what we're talking about? This is true. Well, and she's not on the show no more either because nobody, we were done caring. That's right, she did get hacked. Like, we were done pretending to give a shit. Nobody's bringing the bones. Them joggers didn't come out in spring, summer. It was just, it's been a bad look altogether. Um, yeah, I'll watch if Phaedra comes back, though, because I know that will be good and dramatic. Hot trash. Bone Thugs and Harmony member Lazy Bone um, has been, I don't even want to call it beef. I don't know what this is. But he has been having a, a back and forth moment with Migos, specifically Offset, after being upset and posting a video 
um, about Migos claiming to be the best group ever or something like that. Okay. Um, he posted this video and basically said that, you know, Bone Thugs is the best to ever do it. Shout out to Outkast and WA, EPMD, Beastie Boys. They also did their things back in the day. They could also claim that, but we the best. Migos sit down. Like, you some Mark ass busters or whatever. I kind of know. Whatever. Was that your Cali accent? I don't know. I'm so sorry, guys. (laughs) (laughs) What was that? Um, Wow. So, yeah, he posted that on his Instagram. It was kind of going in for a minute because of this. Maybe it's like a catapult from the Jacquees R&B thing. Yeah. I don't know. Um, Offset left a comment that said, let's have a bankroll challenge. Lazy Bones said, nah, nigga, that's what's wrong with y'all niggas. Y'all think money equals respect. It doesn't. This is a skills challenge. Me against you and my group against yours. Best group ever challenge. Get your bars up, youngin. You're going to need that bread for early retirement, boy. So, I mean, well... Ultimately, Bone Thugs and Harmony is a better group than Migos. Absolutely. I think that most people who like listen to and appreciate music would agree. Yeah, 100%. Um, However, because- though, better than Outkast? Please, now that you're pushing it. Yeah, so I agree. <laughs> Sorry, Outkast got all y'all niggas beat as far as I'm concerned. As, as far, far as rap as duo group, I am concerned as well. Sorry, Outkast takes it. Sorry, he girl. said they could. Pro- what did he say? They could also claim that, but we the best. And I'm just like, okay, well, you feel that way because you are a part of Bones and, mm-hmm. Bone Thugs and Harmony. Mm-hmm. We love Bone Thugs and Harmony. We do. You know, when niggas really love Bone Thugs and Harmony. But I mean, if we're going down the list and trying to pick a, a best group ever, Migos is not. No. And I like Migos, a lot of Migos songs, mm-hmm. but best group ever. And, and it, even if we're just saying rap. Right. Not nearly. Not even. I don't, I would have paid that about as much mine as I paid Jacquees. Thank you. When he said that he was the king of R&B, it's like, we barely even know who you are. I mean, the young people do. I literally do not. But <laughs> best anything ever when you just got here is just like, girl, shut up. Just shut up. It's so many niggas before you. So many who have excelled in ways that you couldn't dream of. So, I don't, I would have paid that zero mind if I was old dude from Bone Thugs, but I guess he didn't really have too much else to be focused on. You know, this is all headline stuff. I, I mean, that, I'm just saying, you don't see Andre 3000 jumping into these dumbass conversations. You don't see Andre 3000 do anything. Other than making his Anita Baker t-shirts. Speaking of, if you want to go on Valentine's Day, I have one I more have ticket. I have seen in the group chat. <laughs> you must didn't want to go. Wait. We all going to see Anita Baker on, on Valentine's Day. Single asses. Oh, well, no. Jade and her husband are going to. Oh, that's true. But the rest of us. Dustin is not going. No, Dustin... It's Valentine's Day. Dustin has plans. So, <laughs> it's a big night for Dustin. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know what? I'm going to jump past the rest of these, I think. All of them? I mean, there's like Nicki Minaj and this rapist that she's dating. <sighs> she doesn't want people to call a rapist. I feel like we've... How, how many more times can we say, girl? Well... I read that um, the victim in the rape case involving Nikki's uh, new man might be considering legal action or something. Wow. Because the way that that story is being told, according to her, is not accurate. They never dated when he 
pull the knife out. Or so whatever. he's trying to make it seem like better than what it was. Like they're Different sanitizing the story. Yeah. She's saying, hey, I'm done to do with nobody's mama not liking whoever and et cetera, et cetera. And all of that stuff. And even having to relive it Yikes. is right. a problem. So she might be suing, as according to what I read today. But, um, <laughs> Woo, I just thought about a nigga who had done me wrong like that coming back years later and turning the story around to make him not look as guilty and then telling it to the whole fucking world. And I got pissed on her behalf. (laughs) So whatever she needs to do, it might not even be legal action, even if she just got to write a book like Angela Stanton and be like, lies (laughs) (laughs) of a King Barb or whatever. I don't know what he calls himself, but whatever I would have to do to set the record straight. Why does not address it sis like why not like I, I feel like that especially like Nikki right why won't you just ignore these niggas like, I don't know just, if you want to date that nigga I'm not I don't me personally God bless you you know and and, and God keep you yeah you know and that's really all I don't really give a shit about who Nicki Minaj dates or whatever but it sounds like yeah the story went differently than what y'all are telling, which would not be a surprise or not. Right. I mean, it would not be a surprise <laughs> to, to like most of us, I right. think. Um, but my nigga, like, if that's what you're in love with and you want to date or whatever, like, go for it. I don't know. There's just nothing you're going to say that's going to make those of us who feel like, you know, dating a rapist, a known rapist and... I mean, I don't I don't want to get into whether this man is any different or whatever because I don't know him. But like most people who are like, oh, what is wrong with you, Nikki? It's a million niggas in this world. Why would you pick this one? There's nothing you can say that's going to get us to change our minds about that. Like yeah. it would have to be completely something demonstrated through his actions where it's like this man is not what he did, you know, when he was 17 years old or however old he was. So I just don't even get the point in like arguing with your fans about who you're dating because... They're not going to change their minds. You probably not going to leave that nigga because of what everybody else says. So why even entertain it? I don't get it. But I don't get a lot of the things Nikki chooses to do. So, um, And of course, uh, I was also going to mention Offset going up on that damn stage. <sighs> I'm weary. Um, Let's ask our guests about that. Yeah. <laughs> and leave it with that conversation. But we never did mention him going into that damn bathroom. Or wherever he is in that first apology. You know, that apology video came out, like, right after we taped, of course. Oh, right, it did. Oh, damn. he looks like he was just, like, he just got done hotboxing in, like, (laughs) one of his hoes' hotel room bathrooms. (laughs) Yeah! (laughs) I'm sorry, cuz, cuz you know what I'm saying? Like, I got one birthday wish, and that's just, I just want my wife back. And Cardi, you know, we've been through a whole lot. And I love you, and I love culture. And fuck what these other niggas is talking about. And I didn't fuck that girl, but it was entertaining. Me. <laughs> and oh, God, that did come out after we were in the studio. Like, I can't really tell if he's genuine or if he's trolling her. Yeah. Because even after that whole shit happened on the stage, he went and had this party, his birthday party, that absolutely looked like an Illuminaga essentially. Yeah. It looked like... It looked heartbroken. The Illuminaga sent him on one mission, <laughs> fuck up Rolling Loud for Cardi B, and then come in and get your stripes. <laughs> We're going to give you your letterman. We're going to give you your robes, your hood. Yeah. Everything. Like, it was... <laughs> I don't, I can't... Yeah, I can't take you seriously when you're doing these things on, like, the same night. I just... I don't believe you, but I, you know, my opinion about Offset means 
literally nothing. Like, this nigga's gonna do whatever the hell he wants to do. She done already got back on the IG and said she misses the she, dick. Right, she already reminiscing over his the thick dick and how she wants it in her Just mouth. And I was like, okay, girl, well, listen, now I see why the hoes is lining up the way they are. And then I heard a rumor today Sweet that dicks. one of the side chicks is pregnant or was pregnant. We, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, but... Girl. I just, I rolled my eyes a lot at that first video. It was like, you know, I want to spend Christmas with you. I want to, sp- I want to spend Christmas with culture. Don't you got four or five other kids who like would love to spend Christmas with their daddy? <laughs> and then, you know, the, the stepdaddy coming out and being mad because the picture of culture was supposed to be on Offset's album cover. Like, I get that that's your baby, but I feel uncomfortable with the way you seem to prioritize this child over the rest because of who her mommy is. I don't even know if you do it in real life, but at least on the internet, it's like yeah, all this wife. talking about culture. I mean, <laughs> fine, your wife, but like your kids should be the same priority regardless of who you married to or fucking. In my opinion, Cardi being Cardi B has a lot to do with it. Well, yeah. Because Cardi B is independent. I just think that's need... fucked up for your other kids. Like well, to be like, oh, so culture like matters more than the I'm rest not talking of us. about the I'm not talking about the child specifically. I'm talking about all of the shenanigans that are taking place in this whole hashtag that the Illuminator has created. Huh. Um, it's a real thing. I need you to get out of your feelings about it. I'm trying to help y'all. And when I come up missing and I'm in a ditch somewhere, like like the daughter on searching, damn. Then just so you know, yeah, woof. Um, but yeah, I think it's just like Niggas. Cardi B is not like a lot of other women who are really pretty on Instagram or whatever and date these rap niggas and the rap niggas treat them like garbage and then be like, well, what you want? You want to be on this Phantom or you want to be on that camera? <laughs> they be like, Phantom. The Phantom. Right? Like, Cardi B just go buy her own fucking Phantom and right. like parade around in the streets with that fucking baby and another mm-hmm. nigga and whoever the fuck, you know, that is shaky yeah. for niggas sometimes. Because niggas are completely okay with breaking your heart if it means that you just gonna go sit in shadow forever right. and continue being rich hoes. As long as you'll take it, then what incentive do they have to not? Niggas don't do better on their own, unfortunately. It's rare that a man takes the initiative to better his life without thinking he's gonna get something out of it. I still see them being together for the holidays, back together by New Year. Well, I I don't know if I can see it or not. I I. I'm not even going to wish one way or the other. I just hope that she is making whatever decision feels the best for her. Absolutely. But girl, I also just want you to know that there's so much good ass dick out there. Like, it's just, it's, it's my nigga. Like, it's not as common as, you know, average dick, but there's bomb dick out there. Also, it's not the only nigga with a bomb ass dick. Great thickness, great length, you know, great stroke ability, great whatever the fuck else y'all looking for in it. Like, he's not the only one, girl. Some and you're like Cardi fucking B. You can find it. Like, whatever. The rest of these hoes might not have a shot to find the dick of their dreams, but Cardi B does. So I mean, and that's just that. I hope she don't let this nigga derail her. All right, that's gonna be it for uh, Hot Tops, the bottom of the clock and its walls. <laughs> uh, it's very important to keep that timing together. Yeah. You know, those walls gotta know what time it is. Yes. What? All right, let's so take a black. break. Hey, y'all. There's a famous Abraham Lincoln quote that says, "Good things come to those who wait." But that's only part of it. The full quote is, good things come to those who wait, but only the things left by those who hustle. (laughs) Is that true? Who knows? But if you're a business owner and you want the best people on your team, the same concept applies. Thankfully, ZipRecruiter puts the hustle in your hiring so you find qualified candidates fast. And now you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash the read. 
ZipRecruiter's smart technology finds top talent for your roles right away. Immediately after you post your job, ZipRecruiter's matching technology starts showing you qualified people for it. There's a lot of really great people out there looking for employment. So let ZipRecruiter give you the hiring hustle you need. See why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash the read to try it for free. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash T-H-E-R-E-A-D. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. So go hire somebody. So listen, guys, the next generation of influential Black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. I've been running my mouth about it for a while now. Black representation in media is incredibly important, and I feel like it's in kind of a precarious situation at the moment. So amplifying and enjoying as many of these stories as possible is pretty important. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of Blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's Black voices are Distinct, varied, and nuanced as the Black experience itself. You can get things from Bobby Schmurder to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations. There's no limit to the range of Black stories, Black truths. Black perspectives have always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. Here are feed of episodes from across NPR's podcast that center on Black voices. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices as varied, nuanced, and Black as the country we reflect. Stories should never be about us without us listen now to black stories black truths from npr wherever you get podcasts hey What's i that? love technical difficulties <laughs> it's because yes. the dad walks into the room yo I, I when anything with technology, with technology <laughs> doesn't work around i'm me. pretty sure that's why you're doing everything wow anytime she get me something new and it'd it be working for everybody as soon as i get it <laughs> shit fucked up <laughs> fucked up I don't. I don't give a. Sure sh- I don't get laptops. I don't. I, don't, I hate it. My really? car. My OnStar. <laughs> we just got the Cadillac. I'm in there pressing the OnStar button. It's not working. Ain't OnStar like customer service? How that button yes. not working? Exactly. The Wi-Fi in the car not working. My my what app. My my Cadillac app don't work. It if works on right, her phone. It don't work on right. my phone. <laughs> Son, like so, technology <laughs> shuts down <laughs> around you. Yo. This might must be my energy. My energy must be fucked up. Go walk around the block and come back. It's like I'm the devil. <laughs> nah, God bless it. So you're not very tech oriented. No, no, nah, I still write shit down. <laughs> I still write shit down. I keep my money in a mattress in a shoebox. <laughs> Don't tell them where you keep our money. <laughs> nah, I gotta change our money. Us. You I heard feel that? Like our everybody money. Everybody does that, right? He yeah. said mine. She said <laughs> uh, our. Right? Yeah. You said exactly. Oh, Amen. Welcome to my life. Look at God. Cairo know how to set up a, a tripod though. Oh, he does. Yeah, Cairo is. Yeah, the two year old. You gotta see Cairo. Oh, the two year old. Yeah, he's been doing this since nine months though. Mm-hmm. He couldn't walk, but he could get on his knees and set up the tripod. And wow. I in a minute, he's going to be sitting in front of the camera like, hey, Instagram. Oh, he yeah. does he does oh shut video? me the hell up. I got up. video. I got video. <laughs> I got video. He'll do it. He'll flip it What's up, guys? I love that. I'm daddy. <laughs> it's so amazing says. to like watch these kids that you don't yes. know go from like not speaking to like speaking gibberish mm-hmm. to getting like yes. a few basic words and now having full conversation. Right. Full conversation. In like... Months. Right. Yeah. My friends' Literally. kids be on Instagram like, so here's my tent. <laughs> this is my pillow. And I'll yep. be like, yo, y'all are little influencers. Yeah. Yep. 
They sure are. They, they watch it. They watch it on YouTube. I they love do. it. Yeah, they I do. love it. My cousin's little girl starts all her fake YouTube videos with "Hi guys." Oh yeah, that's like the known <laughs> thing. Yeah. The known intro. The only difference between our cousins and, and Cairo is that Cairo has a fan base. Joni <laughs> <laughs> has the largest fan base. Don't nobody follow my fun. my cousin. Yeah, yeah, no, nobody yeah. follows my cousins. Kids. Don't nobody follow me neither. <laughs> I, I go places and then everyone's looking down. I'm like, the fuck y'all looking for? It's like, where's Cairo? Where's the baby? We in the club. Man. You know, like, right. Cairo's not here. <laughs> That's what happens when you're a parent. Everybody's like, okay, so fuck you. Where's the baby? Yeah. Didn't come here for this. I mean, you fine or whatever, but show me that baby. probably had the worst because once you get pregnant, it's like, oh yeah, they're all fawning over you. Yeah. And once you have the baby, forget it. In the back burner for the past three years. Not to mention like your, oh, maternity yeah, photos, <laughs> your maternity photos um, are always okay, like I have to find your Instagram living sure. art. It's very like <laughs> Wakanda esque, like very royalty. Yeah. What's, <laughs> your, uh, what's your Instagram so, username? Uh, Kadeen, I am. K H A D E N. Oh, girl, keep it. There, oh, goes there, right there you are. You're right there. Kadeenium. Yeah. So. Oh, y'all like famous, famous. Y'all popping, popping. <laughs> <laughs> I should have known when you were like, I have to have them on the show. Oh, you know, I personally am obsessed. Like, oh, yes, this Jamaica bikini. Yes, ma'am. Yeah, I took that picture. I took that picture. I didn't give him the cred. I mean, I get no photo cred. I feel like, honestly, husbands and boyfriends are the default photo cred. Like, we all know who took it. We should know exactly. And you just better make sure you got my angles right. I know. I know all the mangles. Oh, <laughs> shit. Clearly. Oh, I love it. Clearly. Y'all look great. Oh, thank you. <laughs> well, I'm beautiful. actually not even going to start. I'm just going to like intro here. I think okay. we should just include everything that just happened. Let me, why not? Sure. Who cares? All right. So if y'all are uh, still tuning in, we're joined <laughs> by uh, some guests that I'm so thrilled to have here. If you follow me on Instagram or be paying attention to my comments and stuff because I know some of y'all do that it's weird but that's the conversation for something else that you know that I stand for these two for their whole family the Alice's Deval and Kadeen are finally here on yes three. thank you for so having excited. us straight from the BK Yay. thank you for having us right thank over the bridge thank you so much oh my goodness yes. we're honored so, thank you so much y'all are this incredibly popping young attractive black couple with three children making shit happen entertaining uh, the mass is just give our listeners who may uh have been under a rock uh like a rundown how long you've been married when did you start on instagram and the like ah well deval and i have been together for a total of what 16 years 16 years oh damn that's when i shot my shot and uh yeah secured that bag all right okay yeah you came and got me you came and got me to cool guys by like three months and like oh 27 days. Right. I should have known. But who's counting? <laughs> right, exactly. Let's just say I had the foresight. Okay. Right? I had the foresight. You saw something yes. in there. I saw something in you there. You saw the vision. Okay. Like, Here, oh, she time ago. Here she go. Okay. I appreciate that. Here she go. All right. <laughs> I mean, but you are beautiful as well. So oh, it's like, you. she is. Honestly, y'all look like y'all belong together. She My was in God, a, she was a video girl when I met her. She was in the really? Can't Stop, Won't Stop video. Something like that. What? Yes. Yeah, she was. Oh, I'll be looking this up. Okay, I'll go. Chris and Neve. Chris and Neve. 
Yeah, let me make some uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, Alice's trivia. Fine, that's right. That's a she little, was. I don't know. Fun fact. I was in college playing football, and she was like, "They want me for this video." He was, I was like, like "No." Right. Like, no, I was like, well, I was doing this before I met you. So what you're not going to do is take away <laughs> my career from me. I know that's, yes. right. that's, that's what she said, too. That's I what she said, it. too. So either you with it or you ain't. And I was, and he was like, with it. I was like, all right, do your thing. How long did y'all been together at that time? It was only maybe like a year. A year. year and a half. We were still young. Uh, I was super young. I was 19. She was 19. Yeah. It was our, yeah, literally like within our first or second year. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, what you not about to do is tell me what I'm not going to do. Right. <laughs> Meanwhile, she getting dressed in my parents' house. Crystal loves it. I do. I love She got it. on some pink, some pink shorts. I'm like, no, too short. <laughs> I'm like, mom, mom, anyway. what do you think, mom? What do you think? <laughs> She's about to go do a music did. video with them shorts on. He mom over and was like, ah, what do you think about this outfit? She was oh, like, that's it's not cute. Fair. I was like, the fuck? <laughs> oh, mom loved like, the shorts? She was, yes. like, she was yes. like, it's cute. Mama was yes. like, I'm not hating. Like, yes. My mother's not hating. My mother, not at all. first of all, my mother wasn't even for us being together that young. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She told us early, like, you know, you guys need to have your own individuality and find out who you are first. And I was like, yeah, Ma, you just don't want us fucking in your house. I get it. I get it. <laughs> that sounds like some shit I would say as a Relatable, parent, but right. I really Chelsea. mean that. Yeah. No, <laughs> I mean, that's what I, yeah. I probably would feel the same way yeah. now that I have yeah. three boys, like, right. you know. But we've been married for eight years. Um, yeah, so together, 16, married eight. We have three sons, Jackson, who's seven, right. Cairo, who's two, and Cash just turned one. Oh, yeah. my goodness. Yeah, hit me with that back-to-back. I love yes. <laughs> the back-to-back. back-to-back. It always feels weird when you say that you have, like, a two-year-old and then a one-year-old. It's mm. like, girl... No, I mean, no I mean, time. I guess because I was born in the '80s, it doesn't feel that weird to me. Maybe yeah. now people are spacing their kids out more, but back then, people were popping babies Had out babies. literally every other year. That's true. But I feel what you're saying. Mm-hmm. But I think now, as an adult, and knowing that I barely have time to, you know, oh, yeah. wash my own head, like <laughs> no, I, feel I just you. like I feel you. How for uh, one child is, so is many. A, like you know what i'm saying it's so much uh-huh. and so if you have a seven year old a two year old yeah. cairo is the best and biggest <laughs> brightest living firecracker i can't get so, over him like, how do you like manage all of that energy on a day-to-day basis because the kids are great they're amazing but y'all still young well i think that um well all of this was by design you know, to be honest, like um, Kadeen and I, when we were in college, we always talked about, you know, before the NFL was an opportunity, it was, you know, let's graduate from school. Let's get a house. Right. Let's let's buy a brownstone in New York. This way we could have someone live underneath us, pay the mortgage. This way we don't have to focus on uh, paying our, our rent or our mortgage and we can live freely as artists. So our goal was to be able to work and own our own things so that we can spend time with our kids. So when I ended up making it to the NFL, it gave us a nest egg to be able to build our foundation. Mm. And um, she started working, I started working, but we were currently, you know, currently building capital to be able to do those things and live with complete autonomy. Yeah. And um, that is how we're able to do it. You know, either Kadeen or I is available to the kids at all times. Mm -hmm. You know, if if I'm not working with clients or or taking meetings, Kadeen is there and vice versa. And we just try to balance so that they can see us because we both grew up in homes where both our parents worked. Mm-hmm. And she's the oldest. I'm the oldest. I raised my my brother, my sister. She raised her brother and her sister because we had to. Same. So it was, you know, so I'm the oldest, and my youngest brother, the one that's 13 years younger than me, I was a junior You're mother not. to that. That's, that's, that's me and my sister yep. Tori. That's yeah. why we, you know, to this day we kind of have like that friction because mm-hmm. she was like, "You think he's somebody, daddy?" 
And I was like, like yo. I literally changed your fucking diapers. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Smack you. Like, Who are you talking to? That's that's the conversations <laughs> we have all the time. And, right. You know, he it's, does the same thing good. to my sister. Like, they got into it in Jamaica. Yeah. And I was like, guys, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Or the place, but but you know it was a thing where Deval was like pulling a dad moment, and she's like twenty five years old. I'm and like, I was I was wrong. I apologized afterwards because mm-hmm. you know how when you watch somebody grow up, I've I've known Sakar since he was seven. Yeah. I only I see her you. as seven. Yeah. yeah, I feel you. So when I when I get worried about her in the space or my mm-hmm. sister in the space, mm-hmm. I go out of let's have fun mode to. Dad mode, yeah. I gotta protect my sister. Absolutely. But and she's 25 in Jamaica, she probably just trying to have a good time. She was. Yeah. You know, and yeah, I didn't see it that her. way. Yeah. Right. And I was Daddy's just like, never I do. wouldn't either. <laughs> Daddy's never nope. do. When I was in Jamaica um, earlier this year with my siblings, one of them is, uh, Kara's I think 24 and the other one might be 23. Mm-hmm. I'm probably incorrect. But mm-hmm. I had my eyes on them very heavily. What is that you drinking? Where are you been? That's what are you doing? That's like, I've been exactly. drinking. Who are you talking to? They hate it. And it's not it's they not because I don't it. want you to have a good time. It's right. just because I want to make sure nobody's fucking with you. I want to make sure that you're right. safe. You see what I'm saying? I'll burn this whole place it. down. That's you know? me. So, <laughs> I get it. But then they look at you like, yo, you being a party pooper. Yeah. And I'm like, you know, we're in Jamaica. We're in a spot where there's nothing but men. Mm. And we're in we're in Jamaica. And I don't think they understand the climate of what's going on in Jamaica because the people in Jamaica have a problem with the government. Because they pretty much sold the people out. You know, they sold a lot of the land to uh, oh, no. the, the Spanish and Woo. to the Asians. So now the people in the community don't aren't able to have access to jobs and those that land. So wow. when you're a tourist and you come into their country and you're having more fun than them in their space, that's why tourists are getting murdered, even in Mexico. Like you go to Mexico and tourists out there partying. Some of the Mexicans like, we can't find no fucking work. But you hear yeah. from America Spending all Throwing this money, all this money yeah. right, right. I got something for your around. ass. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. So we, we were in that environment, know. and I was just like, "Nope, I'm not. I'm See? not letting anybody feel like we gonna get caught slipping." So yeah. I'm staring. I'm staring at everybody, and they like, "Deval, <laughs> are you all right?" <laughs> because What's... when Deval's not having a good time, it is very obvious because he's oh, always sense. having a good time. He's always having fun. So we can tell when he was a little, you know, stiff around. But I gotta protect y'all. And it was it, it was me, my it. brother. It was like. Three, three to four guys, and we had like eighteen women. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we didn't have enough Just muscle nice. shit. Assigned down. groups, right? Yeah. Like, come on, like okay, you, you know watch this many. I'll grab right. this group over here. That's exactly what. No, it was. not dividing the men up. To like <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Assigning yeah. each guy a group of women. <laughs> See, I could tell that you're an older brother and a, and a dude <laughs> because this is my brother. My brother's facing this way. I'm facing this way. He's like, you watch the south. I watch the north. <laughs> 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 make sure y'all got shit covered yeah. I mean, and one of my homegirls from around the way she don't play either she was like yeah I got the east and the west Yeah, right. she was just like she no that's I'm me. like the type that like if I'm somewhere like the airport or anywhere and I see a parent whose like toddler is walking behind them I get so agitated I get like, so pissed. No, I'm like, this baby should be in front of you if he's not, he or she is not in a stroller or something. Why are you letting this tiny child, you know people bro. still steal kids? Right, bro. they do that. They take them. Bro. Like, I'll never understand that. It's just funny listening to you talk because <laughs> me and Jackson walking in the street, right? I'll be walking and he, I'm like, why are you behind me? Why are you behind me? All the time. All the time. And then he'll walk up fast and be looking at me funny. <laughs> and I'm like, and I do that to K too. I do that to K too. too. Yep. Mm-hmm. We walking down the street, and then she's on the phone First or something. First of all, I can't be on. I can't be on the outside. Do not be on the oh outside. Oh my god! I can't be on the outside. I've never dated mm. anybody who will let me walk on the outside. Never. Nope. Literally never. Nope. That's a good thing. And don't be on your phone walking in the street. There's someone walking. She be on her phone. I said, "What color hat did that guy have on?" <laughs> she's like, "Oh my god, what is this now?" What are we doing? 
it's like I, a I drill. Like, my guards are down because you you got it right. You said See? you got it. So. I'm like, nah, you got to be on. Hand. You got to be on par. <laughs> I know. I you got to be ready. I got to do better with that. I got to do better. Deval yes. over here paying attention to details. Okay, if some shit pop off. He got details yeah. for your ass. Always. Oh, that's. I think that's growing up in Brooklyn though. When oh, you yeah, jump before, sure. when and you got to take I the think, bus, like uh, your upbringing. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's, definitely. That's definitely something I just got dragged for as a, a child. Like yeah. you don't ever be walking behind. I need to mm-hmm. see you. Yeah. Yes. Like don't be crazy or foolish. You know what right. I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Right. So and the reasoning was always explained and it always made sense to me. <laughs> so of course I, yes. didn't say, I didn't even have to be a parent. I'm right. talking about my younger siblings, cousins, right. anybody I care about. Why are you back here? They especially don't get in it. a city like this. <laughs> oh, I know. oh, in New York, yeah, and they don't yeah, get no, it. I they look play. at you like you're crazy. Somebody's father. A blink of an eye. I know. Yeah. I really get think it. it happened. Trust me, I get it. One thing I loved uh, when y'all got back was a comment that you made about uh, Deval taking the the boys out to give you like a moment to like. <laughs> all right, let me just readjust <laughs> my shit. Get all this yes. testosterone out my house. Be back to work. <laughs> We're back at home, the so party's necessary. Yeah, like, and then you go through a little bit of like that vacation withdrawal. Mm-hmm. It's like, is this really life again? <laughs> so yeah, I definitely did. But he he can tell, which is a great thing. I think to Val and I, we're just so connected that we can tell when either one yeah. is off. Mm-hmm. Like even just yeah. in the car ride here, I was like, something's what's going what's going on, you right. know. But he's had a lot on his plate recently, yeah. so I feel like at times we have to kind of just tag team yeah. and say, you know what, tag me out. I need. A couple hours. Yeah. Um, Is there like training or like just experience that led up to that sort of thing? Because I just like that level of consideration I would say like in general when you look at it is not like a huge thing but I also feel like it's uncommon for nah. somebody to just step in and be like I see that you like you know I could just feel that you need a moment mm-hmm. I'm gonna do this. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's um one thing that we have that's very rare is we have like like uncanny honesty in our relationship. Right. So we have these moments and, and I, I made a post about um, us getting back on the same page because we were going through a rough patch and a lot, people always think, oh, it's a rough patch to get a divorce. No, it's just a rough patch where we got to get back right. to the same page right. where you got to sit a motherfucker down and say, yo, I don't like that you're doing this or you're missed that I'm going through this. Mm-hmm. And we talk about that. And right. when, and when you can openly talk about that right. with that person, now I know what to look for. But a lot of people, I feel like, just go through relationships and be like, well, they better figure this out. It's like, sometimes you can't figure shit out. Like, Thank you, you got to tell me. Woo. And I got to yeah. know. So Thank you. We, we go through that. Yeah. And um, mm-hmm. we've been going through that a lot recently because the change hit us from one child. And social yeah. media was, was an idea that I had that became a reality. Mm-hmm. So now we have three children, a social media business. Mm-hmm. And we just, you know, purchased a, a bunch of other businesses. We sold our home. So it's like so much mm-hmm. that you forget that this was what started it. Right. right. We literally have been like ships passing in the night because it's like yeah. he's got his schedule, yeah. I've got my schedule, and then the kids. Yeah. So it's like a mosh yeah. pit of just stuff yeah. that's happening. So yeah. I was guilty of not being in tune with him to know like, okay, something's going on. You need some help. You yeah. know, mm-hmm. um, so that's when we both had to kind of sit each other down. Yeah. And this is actually before we went to Jamaica. We had to just sit each other down and be like, all right, well. This is what's happening. This yeah. is what I need from you. Yeah. Um, and you just try to make adjustments because when it's somebody you love and care about, you don't want them to be right. feeling like as right. if they're f- falling by the wayside. Right. Alone. Absolutely. So. And I feel like that's where so many relationships go wrong. Like people hit the rough patch, they hit the hard part. And then they just give up. But then one person is not willing to communicate or both are not able to communicate. Yeah. They can't put 
their frustrations or their concerns into words. Right. And so they just take it out in other ways. So yeah. The it's fact true. that y'all are like open about it and being like, yeah, shit is not always perfect. It's a real relationship, but we yeah. work through it because we're both committed to the partnership. Absolutely. Yeah. I think that my biggest so problem um, used to be listening, but not listening with the intent to understand. Woo! So. <laughs> Shit! I'm sorry. That's a big so, one. That's uh, a big one. Oh my I god! No, it's oh my god. I really need people to listen and, and to read for understanding. Yes, yes. it took a while for me to just kind of put my ego aside and thinking that I was doing everything right, you know, and that he's good because I was doing everything right to be like, all right, well, he's actually not <laughs> good, and yeah. I'm not doing the job I thought I was. And I, I posted recently saying that some days I feel like I'm failing as a wife. Because I do yeah. genuinely feel that way sometimes. I feel like I'm not, I feel inadequate or I feel like I'm not doing enough um, to make sure he's okay. So that's something that I'm trying to work on now actively. And yeah. I can say that, you know. And Yeah, she has been working actively. To, yeah. Like she started this thing called the 12 Days of Christmas because we recently spoke about it where every day leading up to 12 days, she's going to do something to make me feel special. And the reason why we was going, we're going through this because of what we talked about before. For three years, she went from being pregnant to having a baby right. then to pregnant to yeah. having a baby mm -hmm. and during that time I always told her you're going to be the number one priority in this family during that time and I think it became a thing for three years when you're the number one priority that this is the way life is yeah. mm. but now the babies are here <laughs> yeah. and the babies are the number one priority right. but if we're both worried about the babies you're worried about the baby and I'm worried about you no one's worried about me and a lot of times men and, mm. and I was guilty of this early in our relationship you don't communicate that because your ego is so big. You're like, you know what? I ain't going to be no fucking punk. I'm going to just go out here and do my thing. And you feel you feel taken for granted. And then you feel like you got to find that elsewhere. Mm. But I just don't want to do that. Right. Like, I just, you know, I don't want to be a liar. I don't. I feel like if we chose each other to be married, I want you to be everything that I want in my life. If I got to go get that from somewhere else, I might as well not even get fucking married. Because marriage guess. is fucking expensive. <laughs> so it's like it is. we made we made this commitment. Let's let's work on it. Let's let's do it. So for me, it's like I got to be honest. I got to tell her, and and that's hard for a lot of men to mm -hmm. say, and it's hard for a lot of women to hear, mm -hmm. because yeah. you tell a woman that you missing something, she may be like, "Well, nigga," and then you like, "Oh damn, I shouldn't have said nothing," because <laughs> we've been there before. Where I've told Kadeen stuff, and I was like, "Why did I even say anything? I was better off just." Because it made shit worse initially. Mm -hmm. And then we both grew through that, right. that pain. Right. You know? But that's probably so. ego on both sides. Like, you Absolutely. didn't really want to say anything. You didn't no. really want to hear it. Because you're like, how dare you? Right. It was definitely my <laughs> ego. Wrong, Def I'm not even going to lie. It was definitely my ego. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm like, I'm a man. I got I to gotta deal Absolutely. with it. Oh, and no. And there's nothing that she could do to fix it. Like, I just, you know, I got to find a way. But if you feel like you can't communicate with your partner, inevitably that will breed resentment. And yeah. it'll be oh, like. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. I can't even talk to like we supposed to be married. We supposed to be in this together, and I can't even talk to you about the way I'm feeling. Fuck. <laughs> Don't we that. say that all yep. the time. Yep. We say that all the time. Wow. I swear I know all the answers. <laughs> so what? Like it's funny because I was like I had actually written this down as a question anyway mm -hmm. prior to getting here. But like because a lot of the emails that we get from the couples mm -hmm. are like my spouse or boyfriend or girlfriend is doing uh, X mm -hmm. and. I don't know how to tell them that I don't like it or what should I do? Like They've never spoken about it. They've never had a conversation. Right. Sometimes yeah. it's stuff that's been happening for mad long yes. and nobody says anything. Right. And I've always been pro uh, confrontation or, or conversation. <laughs> like, I don't have a problem. Uh, and I'm not, 
unless you like really fucked up, I'm not going to initially <laughs> like uh, engage with you on some aggressive, right. like, mm-hmm. uh, you know, attack mode stuff. Right. I'm going to sit you down and sternly say like, look, let's get to this it. This is what the issue right. is for me. How can we resolve this? Right. But that I've learned uh, really recently, like that's not also not really a, a common trait. It's not. A lot, a lot of people don't want to rock the boat or they're afraid nope. it's going to lead to an argument, which mm-hmm. is going to lead Absolutely. to the end. And stuff. Absolutely. Like, what is it that you feel like takes you like over that hump of just being like, fuck it. Let's have this conversation. I had to learn that because yeah. early on, I come from a family where we don't talk about anything. I feel that. Mm. That may be just, I think it's a it's a, it's a Caribbean, West Indian thing. I was thing. going to say that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Like, we, they, like my family, you know, extended family as well, you know, mother, father, they have issues and do not talk about it. At and all. things fester mm. and resentment grows, like yeah. you said, and everybody's in their feelings and nothing gets resolved. Right. right. So I think seeing that and experiencing just life within my family construct, I, I, I didn't want that for myself. Right. He's the complete opposite. He's like you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's like, what is it? Let's do it now in real time. Like, let's address it. Don't let it fester. So it took a lot yes. for me to open up when it came right. to just confrontation or, or problems or, or anything. I like it was to never cut it easy. off right at the beginning. <laughs> See, that's, that's how, you know, it's funny. It's going to sound kind of crazy, but I, I tell Kato, there's a delirious quality that all successful people have, right? Mm-hmm. All the successful people I know enjoy confrontation because the only way you can become successful is to gain information. How do you gain information? By speaking to people. Mm-hmm. If he has the information, I got to find out. You know what I'm saying? So for me, it's like, you know what? If I want to get to point A, I got to attack it. Right. Fuck mm-hmm. it. I'm attacking it. And that's been my mentality, not only with relationships, but in life. I was a walk-on in college. I was a free agent tryout in the NFL. It was like, okay, if I got to get through that brick wall to get to the answers, I'm going to go through it. So with my wife, it's like, all right, I want to be married. I want to be married. So if that means that we got to sit down and cry through this and fight through this and then we're going to just do it. Right. And if you with it, like I'm with it, we both going to find a way. And I think that's what a lot of people don't realize. Like you have to choose to be married. Like marriage is not for everybody. And it's not the only way. Like you don't have to be married to be successful in life. I'm loving Mm. this. But if you chose it, (laughs) it's it's the truth though. And and the thing that bothers me is that people define marriage as the ultimate success when it really isn't. There's a lot of people who are successful who are not married, period. Oprah. But exactly. Right. See, that's a perfect example. And she has somebody. Right. And they're not in married. In the house right now eating married. her rum cake. And she's happy and he's happy. <laughs> and, that's, and it's fine. Yeah. And it's fine. <laughs> right. I, listen, that's how I feel. We chose this. And be, I think because we both chose it, it's working for us. Mm-hmm. Right. But that don't mean it works for everybody. Like, I would never tell every man to approach their wife the way I approach my wife. True. Because you might get hit. You might get <laughs> oh, no. Oh, you know, no. like you, you, like uh, certain things, the you have to know the person. Sometimes it's right. very real. The specifics very have real. to be tailored to your relationship, your yes. personalities, Absolutely. that sort of yes. thing. There's no blanket advice. No. That applies to everybody. You have to take what does and adapt the rest, you know, to fit right. your life. I also do not, I don't like confrontation. I don't like having to go to people and, and say, I have an issue with XYZ, not even just relationships, but like friendships as well when people aren't getting along or whenever there's any sort of conflict. I don't like having that conversation, but I like it more than the alternative, which is me sitting around Mm -hmm. stressing out anxiety through the roof, trying to figure out who's mad and why is it my fault? Is it your fault? Right. Like being stressed out. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. That is like, you know what? I would rather just have the uncomfortable conversation with you and clear it out. Right. 
than sit here and drive myself crazy trying to figure out what's going on and then never getting any resolution. Because another thing about that for me is that I feel like a lot of you can get past like the worst case scenarios. Well, I mean, not the worst case scenario, but like, let's say you uh, try to have a conversation and it involves yelling or crying or all of these Mm -hmm. things. You can get past that stuff. Like you can have an argument where y'all are like, just raging yes. at one another mm-hmm. yes. and then cool the fuck down yes. and hours or a day or however long could go by you be like you know what I'm ready to address this again right. yes. I've calmed down and I have way more insight on what the issue is right like you, that's the key to insight though right the key is the insight if right. it comes with a, a fury of no point intended <laughs> but, um, fighting and screaming you know it's like yeah at least I got the insight right, right. and I've, I've gone through this in business I've gone through this with my friends and my family, not just my wife. I've gone through like head-to-head battles with my business partners who are now like my my best friends. But at first, it yeah. was the emails. And then I was like, man, yeah. fuck these emails. Nigga, get on the phone. <laughs> What's the problem? All right, so you want to answer the phone? I I'm coming that. to your house. <laughs> I like, I know where you live. Oh I'm not doing this. God. I'm not doing this the tension. The conversation and, went legit, yeah. legit like that. The tension drives me nuts. I yeah. can't do yeah. it. Yeah. I would rather just clear the air, girl. Let's just yeah. talk about it. Yeah. Yep. It's going to be a terrible conversation. And maybe we did have a big fight. And maybe we both have to sit down and, and talk about the ways we were wrong and how the communication yeah. fucked up. Right. But I would rather do that hard work mm-hmm. if you are a person that I truly love and value than to just be like, fuck it. If I don't care about you, then a really bad argument is all it takes for me to be like, okay, well, I guess we're not speaking no more. Like, I, I guess we just don't have <laughs> but a I, relationship I, I no more. I can't do that, though. Oh, the, I can. You know, I just feel like I need the insight. Like, you can't become better as a person unless you get insight. Even if you're not wrong. Even if I get the insight and I still realize, like, you know, I ain't do nothing wrong in this situation. Mm-hmm. At least I got the insight. Yeah. A lot of you know agree, really agree happens, too, with us. Because it's, it's a matter of just trying to understand where the other person's coming from. Yeah. And that came down to me and listening. A lot of times I was listening with the intent to give my rebuttal. Right. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. I'm waiting for you to, to stop so I can cut in and be like, all right. Are you done that talking? Was right. She wouldn't even wait for me to stop, though, sometimes. I've been talking. I'll be talking and she be like, no, da, 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 and I'm just like, I didn't even finish my <laughs> thought. Right? I'm going to stop you right here. I, I just didn't like the way your thought was going, so right. I'm going to cut you right there. So, let's edit this. Before you even start this yeah. thought, um, that because was us. that was wrong. That was us yeah. early. So, That's still us sometimes. We have, yeah, we definitely have moments oh, like yeah. that too now yeah. where I'm just like, devout, let me let me say, because I mean, if I feel like if I'm going to do something, though it may get, though you may not have received it the way I intended, I at least want you to know where I was coming from. Yeah. Like, don't you appreciate that sometimes? Because yeah. I feel like you on his side. Maybe you should go sit on that side of the table. <laughs> oh. You see how okay. she is? You see how she is? Already. This is what I go through. I mean, no, I think that's I very, like you I think that's helpful. Hear where I, like, understand where I came from. It may not have been received that way. I maybe didn't deliver it the way I intended. No, However, I'm the same way. Just like, like, I get that. Yeah, get But let I me ask a question, it. though. How you intended to, to deliver it doesn't matter if it made me feel a certain way. If I feel a certain way about something, I really don't care how how you intended it. Mm -hmm. This shit hurt. Yeah. (laughs) It's like a message could get lost in delivery. Like you know what I'm saying? Sometimes it's just like, oh, I don't even hear you anymore just because of how you are Mm -hmm. expressing yourself. Right. Yeah. Well, the the road to hell is paved with good intentions. That's a saying for a reason. Yes, it is. Because good intentions will take you right there. Yes. That's that's (laughs) intentions matter, but impact matters probably more. More. 
Yes. So you really have to take that into consideration mm-hmm. when you have decided to join your life with somebody else. Also, else's. a lesson I'm learning. Which is so <laughs> Yo, much you work. have to. Yeah. Woo, yeah. You have to. Because yeah. I didn't like, I very recently was like, oh, I don't even understand why it seems like people are, you know, don't enjoy, well, nobody enjoys confrontation, but like people, you know, shy are more, so, yeah, shy mm-hmm. away from conversation or, or certain mm-hmm. uh, uh, conversations with me in, in conflict. And I realized, you know, like, I assume that it's not a problem to have these conversations because in my mind, I'm not disrespecting you. Yeah. I don't like, it's very rare that in a conversation like that, especially if it's somebody I care about, that I'm going to call you out your name or cuss or even scream or anything. Right, right, right. But sometimes my tone, my Mm -hmm. facial expressions, things like that could just be like, rough or bitter enough mm-hmm. that people are like oof I don't even want to so I'm yeah. I had to recently be like okay well so you let me, let me ask you a question. but maybe you could you know <laughs> tighten up just a little bit so yeah. let me ask you a question though and I, I think this this matters a lot how do you feel how do you take how people feel about you I take that incredibly seriously and I'm and I, I it's one of my insecurities actually mm-hmm. because it's very important to me while I have no problem uh, having conversations through rough patches with family mm-hmm. or whoever. It's important to for people to know that I do care about them. Right. And like I do cherish the connection that we have. And I also don't want anybody to feel like they can't come to me and have a conversation mm-hmm. about anything. So I do, even if I feel like you did something incredibly wrong to me, I do still consider the way that I would speak to you or how we're going to address the situation because at the end of the day, I want to talk about it. And if you're afraid to talk to me or uncomfortable with talking to me about anything, then it's like, how can right. we even really yeah, have a relationship? Yeah, yeah. You know, so I, I have learned, I think very recently to just well watch the way that I deliver certain things, even though I feel like I'm not wilding out on anybody. Well, the reason why I asked is because I read a book called The Four Agreements, right? Me this book, book. Oh, changed yeah. my Very life. Very into it. Changed Very my book. life, yo, yeah. because it taught me not to take things personal. Yep. And I realized that the way people view me shows more about themselves than it does me. So for me, it made it easier for me to have those confrontations with people because I was worried. I wasn't worried so much about that person liking me. Yeah. You know, you spend so much of your life being conditioned to want everyone to like you mm-hmm. and then you don't want to say certain things even if it's your truth because mm-hmm. like, I, don't, I don't want them to not like me <laughs> and then you go through that in life and then people still don't like you and then yes! you realize <laughs> exactly. you know you, you realize oh like, like like yo I was doing all the things to make these motherfuckers like me and they don't like me then you go through the phase where you like fuck everybody that's where I am right now you know now. what I'm saying <laughs> <laughs> that's where I am right now that's the step you're on I'm yeah. done trying to mm-hmm. get people to like I just truly don't care anymore however yeah. you yeah. feel about me is how you feel because I have tried so hard and in so many different ways mm-hmm. to explain myself yeah. or make people see me differently and they still don't yeah. like matter. me that's so true. Matter. I'm just done trying that's fuck true. that right. I am who matter. I am I'm not gonna be a shitty person but I am who I am and if you don't like me then you just don't it's no way in the world I could possibly be for everybody right so right. that's the I mean, that's the wave I'm on right now <laughs> that, that that wave has been that's what you know it's funny I read that book that's what kind of helped me get into social media because yes. it was at that point that Lord. I realized like you know what the likes don't matter the comments don't matter it was me providing the type of content that I could believe in and if people like it they like it if they don't they don't and when I got that confidence to put out my own work, because social media to me is an art form, just like just like rapping, just like mm-hmm. if you're a singer, if you're an artist, social media to me is a way for me to tell my story. Mm-hmm. So 
So, so many people, you know, they kind of shy away from social media because unlike art, like no one writes comments underneath your painting when you draw it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? When you, when you put your album out, you know, they don't have a list of comments underneath it. Well, now they do because of Twitter. But so a lot of people shied away from it. For me, mm-hmm. I was like, fuck it. it you know, someone writes a, a bad comment underneath my picture. I wonder what they're going through. It's, it's no, like, it's no longer like that's so empathetic. You know? No, but I do though. Like I look at some of these comments sometimes for people, even other people's stuff. Mm-hmm. I see other people's stuff and it's like it's dope. And if somebody puts something real fucked up, and my first thing is like, damn, I wonder what that person is going through. That's to, amazing. To, yes. p- to pick somebody else and follow them, and then just put negative shit under they. Mm-hmm. I'm like, that person must life must be fucked up. Right. Yeah, and I kind of feel bad. I kind of feel bad. Like that's that's where I'm at. It's funny because I was gonna ask. Um, one thing from I'm very uh, cautious about sharing like family and stuff mm. on social media because yeah. I'm very sensitive about them and stuff like that and, and keeping them protected and whatnot. So having your husband, having your wife on mm. social media and these three kids, you know, like how do you deal with uh comments that are negative or nasty for no reason because i don't know like like you saying that you think oh well maybe that person is just having a shit day that's like the like <laughs> most shit positive life. far <laughs> off stuff from my head they're probably having a shit life a shit life i'd be ready to look Yo, up your ass. ip address find your <laughs> I'm coming to your house. That's K. That's K. That was me. K will come to me like this. Did you see this? Did you see this? Because it's not easy. It's not an easy thing. Especially with the children. Oh, especially with the children. I mean, we'll fight. Thank God. Yeah, thank God we have a little hive too. I know Beyonce has a hive. We little have a little hive. That will. Anytime someone, sometimes we don't even see the comments. I'll have somebody else like send it to me in a DM and be like, "Did you see this?" By the time I go to even like look for it, it's gone because the person whoever put the comment up there slowly pulled a whole person and went back into the bushes like okay I guess I shouldn't have put that up there because <laughs> right. the whole entire yes. hive swallowed me the up the stands came through the stands came through um, but DeVal's really he's a godsend because he's helped me to kind of just like work through that because I was the same way I was like you're not about to be talking about me you're not about to be talking about my husband but we my gotta, kids but we gotta be anything. honest we gotta be honest though too right just because somebody doesn't agree with your thought doesn't mean that it's negative like if you put a piece of art out there or you put a picture out there and people have the ability to comment and they don't agree with you. Mm-hmm. They have that right. That's true. Oh, well, yeah. you don't like my picture. You have the right to not like it. Like, right. we can't get mad and say everybody who posts under my picture has to agree with what I'm saying or what I'm right. doing. I, guess I like I just the don't fact. Take the time to put a negative comment under someone's page. Yeah. So you just think about, like, what makes someone well, take the time to do that. Well, you're probably not miserable. Yeah, you're probably not miserable. I remember the other day I saw, uh, not long ago, you had a video where you were talking to Kaz. And uh, Jackson and Cairo came in the room, and uh, mm-hmm. I think Cairo had his toothbrush in his mouth. Oh, yeah. yes. One With of the those scissors. Is like, yeah. and, and people the thought handle. that he had scissors in his mouth. Oh, no. Yeah. And I'm Why just would like, I let my what? baby. <laughs> Right. Why would I put that on the internet? <laughs> right. First of all, allow him to come well. on camera and sit and then post it. Do you think Front I would just be sitting back while my baby has scissors, scissors in his, in his mouth, mouth for your entertainment? I, I know. <laughs> yes, you're right. Because people were going, somebody had to go as far as to like Google it on Amazon and, and like post, it, post yeah. a picture of it and be like, guys, this is, this what, is it. what it was. Wow. It's a double handed toothbrush that he got from the dentist. Right. <laughs> Chill out. Stuff oh like that. Like, yeah, I, I feel like I'm like you in a sense yeah. where mm-hmm. that type of shit would definitely push right. me past through. If I'd have to have someone like a developer to be a buffer <laughs> well, and be like, calm your ass down. The balance. But it, what it is too is like, 
I post a video, I'm already thinking about the next video and the video after that. Like we post content mm -hmm. every day. And thanks to our business manager, we have we have like a shit ton of content that we have to post. Yeah. I don't have time to go back and read the comments. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I post a picture or a video and I'm like, shit, we got something to do at eight o'clock. <laughs> it's five thirty. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Oh shit, I gotta, I gotta edit the YouTube vlog. That's yeah, true. that takes me three hours. So and you know, what? honestly, we feel like we do a disservice to the thousands and hundreds of thousands of people who follow us and love us and have positive things to say. Yeah. If we were to really honestly mm, take time to like true. focus on a negative yes. comment that is and then comment and go back and forth, <laughs> like true. we've got a ton of love, and then we have this one troll. Oh it's God, like, do we yes. usually so like trolls could, are looking you for? You couldn't answer my "I love you" comment, but you <laughs> answer the trolls comment. <laughs> right, exactly. Like that's kind of fucked up. That is you know what what up. I struggle so, with that sometimes because I'd be like wanting to cuss niggas out because it's like, how dare you? Yeah. But then you have that one shitty comment, and you have like fifty-eight thousand that are like, <laughs> yeah. "Bitch, I love you. I would right. do anything for you." Right. And one asshole is the person you're focusing on. Right. Yeah. So we stopped that. I've gotten way better with it. All right, so I will let's, make that a goal. <laughs> let's dive into the the letters here. We've got just a couple we're gonna go over. Yeah, so, uh, um, with the help okay. of uh, a black couple in love. <laughs> y'all listen to this show, you know that we don't care. We get so niggas to leave the yes. motherfucker in two seconds. <laughs> we get so. a lot of questions, relationship based questions, and he and I are always like, "Well, just leave that nigga because we don't care." <laughs> so we would love to hear from people. It. Some girl literally are. wrote a, an email like the other day and said that her boyfriend was smoking. In her car after she oh, asked right. him not to, she was like, "Leaving it." Like, <laughs> Like, you told him not to smoke them nasty cigarettes in your car, and, and he, he did it anyway. It. So it's like he don't care about what you say or your boundaries. So leave his ass. All right. What did anyway, you say? Anyway, yes. y'all wow, y'all. <laughs> so our first letter comes from Ryan. She says, six months ago, I was introduced to my best friend. He's amazing. We instantly clicked, and I felt very comfortable opening up to him. This is important because I don't have many friends, and the ones I do have are awful. I'm not close with my family, so opening up to someone is huge for me. He's 26 and I'm 23. Three months ago, he gave me an ultimatum. Either we date or I'm out because I like you too much to just be your friend. I was shocked that he cared so much, so I agreed to start a relationship. Fast forward to last week and now I'm stuck. I love him as a person, but I'm not even slightly interested in him sexually. Mm. <laughs> Yikes. Yikes. <laughs> we had sex a few times the first month, but it just didn't feel right. And I wasn't even close to an orgasm. After a long talk with my therapist, I decided to be honest with him. I sat him down and said, I only see him as a friend and no longer wish to date him, but would rather work on our friendship. He responded by saying that if I break up with him, he will never speak to me again, much less be my friend. My anxiety of being alone overwhelmed me so much that I told him I'd rather continue dating and I apologize for bringing it up. The fuck? <laughs> why, girl? Why? We have not. Well, uh, she has some abandonment. I mean, I, I, I hear why. Yeah. I do understand why. Right. I, I honestly understand yeah. why. We have not revisited the subject since last week. And now I'm back to square one. All I think is that I'll be alone forever or never find a man who treats me as well as he oh, does. Girl. Oh, she's 23. She's That's 20. what I'm saying. Yeah. That when, when I heard the age, I was like, oh. Yeah. Is it okay for me to hold on to the relationship until I feel ready to be alone? Or should I double my anxiety medication and jump ship now? Oh, my God. <laughs> girl, do not up your dosage. No, do like, not. Like, absolutely what? don't double don't your anxiety do that, medication, sis. Don't do Love that. Love y'all. Ryan Crown. Oh. Oh my goodness! Wow, Ryan, girl. what do y'all think? Let, let, I'm yeah, a, let our, our <laughs> experts take that <laughs> right. one. All right. Well, this this is my first thing, and me and Kay talk about this right now. Sex is so important in a relationship mm. on both parts. If you wake up in the morning and you look at the person next to you and you don't get that mm, 
feeling and you got to spend the rest of your life with them yeah no thanks nah son and people want to say that that's shallow but it's not shallow it is it's not shallow sex can't only be important when that person you with is about to have sex with somebody else Oh, it got to be important. Oh, it got to be important all the time. Oh no, I wasn't ready for that. <laughs> no, ain't that ain't that the truth? Though? I mean, yes, but damn, I was not ready. Nah, <laughs> dry my mouth out. I gotta take a little. Shit. People people do that all the time. That even especially in marriage because mm-hmm. we we deal with this with marriage and mm-hmm. our married friends. Yep. Mm-hmm. We get married comments all the time, and sometimes it's not only just the the women; it's the men sometimes too. Mm-hmm. Like the men, you know, some like you know, some women to be like, "Oh my, my husband doesn't give it to me enough." You know, what should I do? And it's just kind of like, like, yo, I'm going to be 100% honest. I don't think vows start when people start to break them. You have a vow to work for your partner. If you're not working to help your partner be happy in this marriage, that's breaking the vow. So you can't always throw vows out when it's infidelity. If you just dismiss your partner in everything and then it's like, oh, well, we made vows. You got to stay. That's fucked up. You got to work for somebody. So if he's not working for her, mm-hmm. in my mind, she need to bounce before you even get to that yeah, point. Yeah, right. before the vows, I was about to say, like he, um, <laughs> sis. <laughs> it's it's, and been it's a also a matter of, of stringing him along also. You don't want to string him. You know, she mentioned the, the first one's like, should I just kind of, mm-hmm. you know, stick around just for the, the sake of sticking around with him? But and, this nigga and wants to be strung along. Yeah. I know. He gave her an ultimatum. And, but he's saying, like, if you leave me, then I'll never talk to you and we'll never be friends. And I don't know why she's not at the point where she's saying, <laughs> OK, fine. Because she is afraid of being alone, alone. And she seems to think that if she's not with him, she's going to be alone forever. Which no, is girl. You are 20, 23. 23. How you look? She got a picture? Let me see. <laughs> no, she like, Well, let's, let's unpack the fact that this dude had a woman say that I'm not interested like in right. you like that. Mm-hmm. And, and he's still willing to be there rather than be alone. So he's probably going through some abandonment yeah. issues. I'd rather mm-hmm. deal with this person just deal with me right. and try to find someone who wants to be with me. I do not want to be with somebody you know who's not sexually attracted to me. Yeah. She's yeah. like, I'd look at him and I don't want to fuck. Okay, so then why are we here? Right. That's right. the truth, though. It's like, true. that's the truth. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's it's absolutely true. I mean, oh, Ryan, girl. If anything, what should Ryan I'm do? very <laughs> confident in telling you that you will not be alone forever, mm-hmm. and you have many options in in order to like fill that space of of loneliness that you might feel. But yeah. don't commit yourself to a relationship that is not making you happy, and ultimately can't really be making him happy Kay. just out of fear that you ain't ever gonna be with nobody Find another or. Friend. Or have friends or anything right. like that in the future. Like, also, right. if she's not into it sexually, she, he's gonna feel that she's not into it sexually. Right. At and some point, visible. men, all men know mm-hmm. when the woman is in bed like a dead fish. <laughs> <laughs> she not into it, bro. And and, yes. and then you start you you feel like less of a man. Like you like damn man, my girl not to. into me. Mm-hmm. Then that's gonna cause more problems. Right. And you may think that well, I can make her. Nah, if she's not into it, she's not, not she's into it. She's just not. You know Damn, what I'm this is so she's real. My it. God. Can I just, like, I want to mention a video just as a stand for a second that made me uh, laugh my ass off just in, on the top of sex. I don't know where y'all had came back from, but you were talking about your uh, bun, waking up and your bun was all messed up. <laughs> oh, that was after the uh, Black Love Gala yeah. at Essence. Yeah. She Ooh, said, wee. she said, very ladies, real in these streets. have you ever been out... <laughs> For a sophisticated <laughs> night with your husband. Yes. 
Ying, and then you took her eyelash off. Oh, oh my god! My, it was I was yeah. hanging off. Yes. I'm gonna play that video for Ryan, you. Ryan, that's the kind of night you need to have. Right. <laughs> Wake up with your bun <laughs> fucked up. Your bun fucked up. Your bun should be right. fucked up. Your eyelash should be on the pillow. Like mascara running, yes. mascara you know, running. You deserve all that. Stain prints all over your face. Right. I think exactly. I think she's only going to feel worse as this yeah. fake relationship yeah. doesn't progress. Right. Absolutely, girl. You're you just gonna have to let him go. The world, <laughs> Shit, twenty three. You know how much Let shit happened back to me to when I was twenty. Okay. I was gonna say, I was so damn stupid. All the things that happened when I was twenty three that I don't even I, remember I thought now. I knew everything. And I yeah, thought I knew did. everything. Man. Mm-hmm. I was like, well, I'm big grown now. <laughs> I'm older than twenty one. That's what I thought was big grown. I could legally drink for two years. Who wants some ninety nine bananas? I got it. Oh, that's awesome. Ninety nine bananas. I used to put it in my strawberry daiquiris. Remember what I, I told you? From 15 to 20, uh-huh. you think you know everything. Uh-huh. From 20 to 25, you know you know everything. Yeah. 25 to 30, you realize, like, shit. Yeah. I didn't know, I I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. Nope. Then you spend all of your 30s trying to fix all the shit you <laughs> fucked up in your 20s, yo. <laughs> that, yeah. That's me right oh, now. Perfectly man. articulate. That, that is great. me right now. Like, oh, And then my by 35, God. you're like, all right. Why is this literally my life? Like this is I had that that late twenties emotional breakdown around like twenty eight, twenty nine. Oh, I did too. Yeah, Yeah, I definitely went through that time where I was like, oh my god, I'm a real ass adult and I'm bad at it. Right. We we went through that. Oh, we went through that as individuals. We went through that as a couple. Oh man, I can't imagine doing that. And we had just got married. We got married at twenty seven. To do that at Jackson, we just had Jackson. Our our he was one at that time. We were going through it. Yes. Oh man! Wow, that's a rough patch. Yeah, it's oh, hard enough man. trying to do it as a single person, as an individual, <laughs> yes. much less trying to do it and drag somebody along with it. Right. For the misery. <laughs> oh, like, damn, that, we gotta grow such, up in this relationship. That was such a rough spot yes. for us. Yeah, yeah and the, the funny, the thing that that made it hard for me being a man and wanting to be the provider is really realizing all the fuck ups you made early in your twenties and how it put you in a bad situation in your late 20s mm-hmm. and you're watching yourself have to work through quicksand because you everything mm-hmm. you knew that you knew early in your 20s when you was making money just wasn't what it was right. but to your defense True. babe I have to say that Deval when he was in the NFL like he wasn't a first round draft pick he was on the practice squad for like what a year you played yeah. actively for like another year so it's not like he made millions of dollars like you hear people hear the NFL right. but with the money mm-hmm. he did make he was super responsible with it like invested it I bought was, property but there's All certain that. things though, like I, I'll give y'all an example, and we 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 talk about this right. When I first came back from Detroit, I got severance pay from when I retired. I got severance pay, and we had to make a choice of whether we was going to get married or buy a house. And remember, you talked about gentrification, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. I'm tell you something that I, I know now, and I hope people listening. Empires are built during recessions. This was during the recession. This was 2009. Mm-hmm. The properties around the corner from us were going for like a quarter million dollars. Oh, no. Oh, no. Quarter million dollars. And brownstones. Brownstones. Oh, no. Three, four Three, family, four family. Brand brownstones. No. Oh, God. And Y'all would be billionaires at this point. <laughs> and, and, and let yeah. me tell you. Let me tell you. His blood pressure about to spike now, guys. <laughs> my my beautiful wife over there who I love. She's just like, you know, baby. Why I even brought up this story? Now? Let me sit here and 
She was like, maybe, you know, I really want to get married. It's my dream. I want to have. I said it just like that. Me being a fucking egotistical dumb ass. I make money. This is what I do. I make money. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to give my, my girl the wedding she wants. We got the wedding and we moved back in the apartment. A week after coming back from my honeymoon, she was like, I don't want to live in this apartment. <laughs> You motherfucker. You motherfucker. Like, bro, we could have went to the courthouse. He asked me, he was like, well, what do you want? A wedding or a house? So I was like, both. Like, I just assumed (laughs) that we could have the wedding and we could have the house. Like, what was the big deal? In her her defense, we already owned two properties. So it wasn't like we didn't have property, but we didn't own property in New York. We didn't. And it wasn't during gentrification in Crown Heights. Mm -hmm. Right. So... If, if we'd have bought, if we'd have bought one of those brownstones, it would have been worth three million dollars. Three million dollars. Three million dollars. Let's not dwell on things that happened. That's, right. But that, but that's an example of it's like true. Like early twenties. I'm like, I'm gonna put my money in the stock market. I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna and do that's that. Where I got he lost it covered. A lot of his money. I, was, yeah. I used to sit back. Market. I used to sit back and just you never just sit in the dark. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, you gotta keep going yeah. like, thinking about all the elders in your life like where were you mm-hmm. when I was making all these fucked up decisions <laughs> mm-hmm. they didn't know no better either usually uh, no they didn't uh, especially economics oh, like, yeah. absolutely not and but, I didn't see gentrification at that time too <laughs> they were still breaking into my car like gentrify <laughs> weird like nobody's gentrified they, they do, they break, do they break into cars and gentrify Brooklyn they do no. They well really it gets really really bad first and the reason why we moved back was because the Barclay Center was coming. And I told her, I said, listen, this this neighborhood going to change. Yep. Mm-hmm. Once the Barclay comes, and I said, you see these bike lanes? Oh, yeah, they, they coming. <laughs> <laughs> they coming. Yep. But we were coming from Canton, Michigan, driveway things. She, oh, she yeah. pull into the driveway, Lons. leave her Louis Vuitton purse on the front on the front seat. Oh, so girl. We, we, come she come back in the house. Come on, <laughs> Yo, she come back in the house. She pissed off. I'm like, what happened? She's like, Broke to my car, took my purse. I'm like, where'd you leave your purse? It was on the front seat. I was like, so why didn't you just leave it on top of the car so they didn't break the fucking window? Like, now I gotta pay for the window as well. Damn. Like, what were you doing? Oh, even one day I had my stuff tucked in the back. Still broke. She's like, why they gotta leave? Why they can't leave people's stuff alone? I'm like, because we're in Crown Heights. It's a recession. It's a recession. We in Crown Heights. My mom was like, where are you moving my daughter to? Yeah. You're moving my daughter to where? Where? Heights? Where? What? She's used to living in a private house. Where's, what's your plan? Do you move her? What is your plan? What is your plan? <laughs> mama. That's not like my mama. Ooh, oh, wait. she's just like yeah. yeah. Mama. So what is your plan? Mm-hmm. So whatever is going to keep you from coming over. <laughs> Goddamn. <laughs> Now every time she comes one. over, oh, she's like, man. oh, so when are you guys getting a house? <laughs> Anytime soon? No? Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Our next question comes from Shauna, who says, unfortunately, I'm in a similar situation as Sierra. My baby is Sierra, the, oh, the artist. Sierra. Oh, yeah. okay. I'm like, who? My baby is number five out of eight, and nine is on the way. All nine wow. are by different women. Wow. There's a long story as to how that happened, but I won't get into details. Her dad is 25. Jesus, with nine kids? Okay, sorry. Mm. Her dad is 25, very immature, and and a habitual liar. He has seen my baby once, and she turns one next month. He calls her on FaceTime once a month. And the last time he called, he propped his phone up and played 2K the whole time, barely talking to her or looking at her. 
Whew. Shortly after that conversation, I blocked his number and blocked him on all social media because he is literally a waste of time. Plus, she can't even talk and she crawls away from the phone when his face pops up. He is not a complete deadbeat. He has his mom send me packages from Georgia with formula and diapers and he cash apps me money when he feels like it. Anyway, I'm cordial with baby mama number four and number nine. Number nine even sent me pictures of our ultrasound and she checks in on my baby and I every once in a while. They both want our kids to know each other, but we don't live in the same state. They live nine hours away from me where my baby daddy is from, and I can't tell whether this will be a good idea or not. I know at one point my baby will begin to question who her dad is and want more details. At this point in his life, he's too toxic and I don't want her to be negatively affected by him. Once he's stable and level headed, I will allow her to be around him. She's my only child and I'm very protective. Any suggestions you can give me? Thanks, Shauna. So I don't know if y'all are dealing with something like this. Like all three of your kids are like with one another and that or no. I think I, she answered her own question towards the end. She like, did, but the only thing I hate is when women blame dudes. Like, okay, you a baby father, baby mother number five. If, if you so mature, you got your shit together. What you lay down with this motherfucker for? Well, like, she probably got mature after she had the baby. But But my thing is like, we all make poor choices. You can't always point out other people's poor choices. You clearly made some poor choices too, and and I I hate hearing one sided views of stuff because we're not now clearly this thing ain't like nine baby mothers. <laughs> yeah, he's he's definitely out here slinging dick, not caring. Yeah, right. But it's like you know, get your house in order. Worry about your daughter. If he gonna play 2K, let him do what he gotta do. Yeah, I, just, I think the latter half of what she said sounds about right. Like maybe what? Yeah, he's, like he's all. To prevent her daughter from being in a toxic environment with him mm-hmm. and being exposed to that. Yeah. Let him rock until he decides to get his shit together. Who knows when that'll be? I don't know if I could join up with the other baby mamas, though, and have yeah, like a, a, a baby, baby mama, mama triforce, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I know you want the kids to know each other, but uh, doesn't that responsibility fall on the one parent who has yeah, the common the common created all these children? Yeah. Right. Right. 25. I don't know. 20, right. They're clearly young. He's 25, young. but he's 25 with nine kids and nine baby mamas. I know. That oh. is. I wonder what he doing to get all these women to, to think about. He must to, be fine. To avoid all of these other women and say, yeah, you know what? Right. I'm going to do it. I'm going to sleep with him. Like, I never understood that from a woman. Right. Like, I like, never understood that. She knew like, he you, had four baby mamas. I was mamas. about to say, you know yeah. She's like, knowing that ahead of time, or did she not know That's when what she I'm became saying. number five? Yeah. That's why, for me, it's hard to like to take some of that stuff That's serious, just disrespect. Man. Yeah, it's just kind of like, you know, it, it, I, I would assume that you kind of... Uh, wrapped your mind around the fact that this nigga went shit before Bef- you got pregnant. Right. You know what I'm and saying? And you decided to just go ahead Still and let that happen it. anyway. So, yeah, and you then might- you laid down with him, then you got pregnant, and then you kept it. <laughs> A lot you know of women saying? just refuse, like, will not even entertain the idea of not keeping their, not keeping their, their baby. babies. So, There's why don't they entertain the idea of not opening your legs for a dude that's a fucking well, I mean, there's like, lots of contraceptives right. right there's lots of I, contraceptive like, I options that I don't oh, I, I don't get I can't answer that your baby here congratulations <laughs> you gonna have to you know what I'm saying yeah. raise raise her yeah what I just noticed I just realized that she said the baby turns one next month but she's baby mama number five five so he's had three more over the past oh, wow. year. Just, wait a second. <laughs> and another one's on the way. I didn't even think about <laughs> that. That just clicked for me. Like, wait a minute. How wow. old is his oldest then? Jesus H. Sis, I feel like, what was the fake name I gave her? I don't remember. I don't know. Well, that's Shana, a hard one. Shana, yeah, you did say that. This that's is right. One. This is hard. And I think you need support wherever you can get it. And if you and the other baby mamas you know, want to keep in touch so at least the kids can have a relationship. I guess I don't really see a problem with that. I don't either. Mm-hmm. This is just... 
this is a, a hard situation to be in because the baby's here now and both parents, the baby should be their priority. Like her well-being should be both of y'all's priority, but it's clearly not the case on both sides. I think you're just going to have to, like you said, just be that one parent, that stability that's and support that's in her and life. And she has some family and friends and stuff. And make better decisions, man. Yeah. That might be why moving she moved forward. nine hours away to be closer to her own family. Hopefully right. so. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Let all of these things be lessons. Woo. That's Chile. a lot of damn kids. Ooh, okay, that's what I'm, I'm really stuck on nine kids. And then hers is just now turning one. Like, uh, mm, 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 mm. All right, so you wanna? We've been here an hour. Oh my god, have we yeah. really? Oh wow, it went so fast. Okay, I was about to. More? I was about to pull up another one, but instead, I would just like to talk to y'all about uh-huh. parenthood uh-huh. because I plan. I'm planning this, <laughs> which mm. I've heard a lot of black people be like, "Bitch, we don't plan babies." <laughs> but I am planning <laughs> to have a kid. Okay, um, in about maybe a year and a half, two years, mm-hmm. and are you married? No, I'm not trying to be. No, okay. Okay. not at all. I mean, if you it want happens, a co-parent or you just want to. I would Nona? love a co-parent. Okay. I would love somebody who says I my first priority is being a good parent. Like I would really love that. I don't really need a spouse. Mm-hmm. I don't really like niggas in my house like that. <laughs> but if I'm going to have a baby with somebody, I would prefer it to be somebody who's like, you know, I want to be mm-hmm. a good right. parent. A decent person. Right. Yeah. So I know that that's a huge part of it. But I feel like, you know, I can't bank on whether I'm going to meet somebody. And as a woman, mm-hmm. I have a limited amount of time to have a baby. How old are you if you don't mind I'm 36. Okay. So it's like and in a couple carry of years. Your own baby yeah, and I would like to carry my own mm-hmm. baby. So really 38 is like, OK, girl, you either need to shit or get off the pot. Like, <laughs> right. what you going to do? Right. And I don't know if I will meet somebody worth a damn in that time. So I'm I'm planning for it right now is like doing it alone, bringing my mama up here for like at least the first six months or wherever I am well, hold on. to help you, me. You plan on having a boy or a girl? Well, I, I don't think that's up to me. It is. It how you, you can, can choose your you can choose, you can choose your, your own gender yeah, nowadays. Yeah. Apparently, there's are ways you to serious? Do it. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. especially if you you're going to be doing spin it. your sperm. Yeah, and, and you can have like embryos if you're doing it in vitro yeah. or depending what? on the way you want to do it. If you're planning, if you're planning, you can plan to have. Like you what can plan you it down to the Oh wow! That's, and the reason why I ask because if you don't like niggas in your house, if you have a girl, <laughs> he's going to go up to be a nigga in your house. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, when I say niggas, I really mean people because I date people of all gender identities, and I don't like none of them in my house. Okay, so I don't like you know grown niggas in my in intimacy my um, I, can, I can live with that yeah. those aren't things mm-hmm. that i value but, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> but the idea of becoming a parent like just thinking about it now has me so stressed out because it's like a million different decisions that you have to make and i do not i really don't want to fuck up this little person's life mm-hmm. and i'm also like I'm already somebody who suffers with bad anxiety and I feel like that would be even worse bringing a kid yeah. into the world because it's like all I'm ever going to do. Like everybody says it's like your heart lives outside your Absolutely. body. Exactly and I'm like, is. I cannot handle that because exactly what, what if something happens to my heart? Like I can't. That's exactly what it is. It, no, that's what it is though. Oh, so especially you, I wanted to mm-hmm. talk to about this because like what, what advice do you have for a woman like me who is planning on having kids and is scared of pregnancy, scared of childbirth, scared of messing up like mm-hmm. what how do we relax our nerves how I do know. we get ready it's funny because I think a lot of like you said as black people don't plan we just have babies <laughs> we just have them <laughs> I think you may, you may be overthinking it a slight bit only in that I know you have to plan to have a baby in the circumstance you want to mm-hmm. um, but once you are pregnant for me at least because I've heard the opposite from a couple of women the minute I've gotten pregnant it was instant bonding mm-hmm. it was instantly like 
this is a life that I'm growing inside of me. This is my child. This is my husband and our, you know, our child. Like it was just an instant bond that I had where I have a friend who actually had her baby and felt nothing towards the baby. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I heard of that. For like a couple of months. Is that like a postpartum thing? Or? It, it could be postpartum mm-hmm. um, or you just could be that person that just is kind of like, I don't, I don't know if she saw herself as a mom that young either. So she kind of was yeah, she like, was young. Ah. She was oh, young. okay. You know, I don't know if I, I feel anything yet. And, and she, the baby has to kind of grow on her. And you're learning this new little person that just, you know, has yeah. taken over your entire life. And will life. turn your life upside down. Upside down. Mm-hmm. Upside down. Oh, um, I'm so scared. So, so yeah, I mean, once the, once the, once the pregnancy happens and, you know, you're just going to, from that moment, want to do everything you can to ensure that you're raising this baby from in utero, meaning eating the right things, taking care of yourself, mm-hmm. you know, not being stressed, not worrying um it's hard to tell a person not to worry about their child like deval said i was a worrier before but now that i have three yeah. children yeah. your heart you have yeah. three hearts like right. walking around outside of this world like and that's the thing i worried about the most and even when it comes down to us with social media like i'm still mama bear like i'm worried mm. about when deval does the instagram post you know did you get our street sign in the back you know yeah. you know safety yeah. things or like you know posting yeah or just yeah. posting a story like when we're in the actual place that we're at you know like little things like that i still am mindful of whereas if a little bit more like well i'm just gonna capture the moment um but as a mother it's it's the most amazing um most rewarding Aww. experience ever and a lot of stuff just comes naturally to you you're gonna get tons of advice um but you're gonna have to do what works for you like and you got a village, bitch. Because yeah. you know I'm I mean, telling your baby to push you down. <laughs> I know, but I'm still, like, yeah. I know I'm very, very blessed to have an incredible support system around me. Like, oh, I have the best everything. friends and family. That's and my so mama is, yeah. my mama so is so like, a year away from retirement. And all she wants Mine is for me too. to have a baby. So she's just like, so whenever you're, you're ready. Oh, I mean, so everybody says that. But, like, what about money? They cost so much. and They like, don't. What? They don't. Yes what, but that's what no. Listen, people, <laughs> people who so don't much. about money. Yes, they're so expensive. What do you think you're doing no. for a living, bitch? I mean, I know you're a baby. I'm not broke, but I'm just like, <laughs> what you been doing for 36 years? You're like, I know, right? Yeah, I know. <laughs> you, mean, you barely I, spend money. I don't spend money, but I'm still scared of not having enough because it's like, what, you'll find no. enough. <laughs> what you if the baby, I don't know. What you'll if the baby needs something? This is what I'll tell you. Something you'll always find a way. You. When, when you're born into this world, you're only born with one inalienable right. That's to survive by any means necessary. Your baby only knows that I'm here to survive. Whatever you offer that child will be the greatest thing ever because they won't That's know so anything. Yeah. So, so don't true. stress on, I got to mm-hmm. do this, I got to do that, I got to... You don't got to do all of that. Yeah. You have to Whew. You have to provide your child with that ability to say, I'm with my mom, I'm secure. And, and as long as you have that, you're good. I remember saying love. to Kay, man, I'm not living in this apartment with no kids. Then we had Jackson. I said, I ain't living in this apartment with two, two kids. kids. <laughs> now we have three kids. And we still got goddamn apartment. You know, like, and then you make it work, and then the kids love wherever they, they love are. They what it yeah. is. Like, the, 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 the joy yeah. and the excitement just to, for them to just be home with us. Okay. It and when you walk in the house, and your son or daughter runs in the house, runs oh, in and just grabs your leg, yes. yeah. and it just starts gibbering, jabbering, because they don't want to speak English, but they just see you. <laughs> so, and they're so yeah. excited to see you. and All that goes out the window. Absolutely. Okay. He's posted videos before just walking in the door, and you hear the little feet and Cairo coming oh, around the yeah. corner. Oh, yeah. Like, yes. Flying around the corner. That's all like, I do. That's so that's, sweet. Oh, it's the best but thing I, ever. I will say this, though. Whoever you decide to have a child with, mm-hmm. that relationship that you have is the first interaction your child sees of humans interacting together if that relationship is toxic their view of how like humans interact is going to be toxic Mm -hmm. so you should have you should try to build a relationship with that person 
while in utero mm-hmm. so that the child can feel that. And yeah. that's part of the yeah. reason why we've been able to kind of, you know, push aside our differences during pregnancy and while they were young is because now we owe it to them. You know, it's not so much about us anymore. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, we have three little people that we have to present to society and, and help them to survive. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And to be so, just like good people. Yeah. You know yeah. I mean? that's, and that's just be good people. Want them to be good people. And it's like you, you feel good as a parent. Um, I know I don't know if you want to have more than one children or just one, but Ooh, I don't know, girl. We'll, we'll get see. past one first. <laughs> I'm scared of one. Right. But it's just great to see, like, even today, as I was getting ready to come here, I'm in the shower and Jackson's on the book on, on his bed reading. And I see as I peek around the corner just because they're quiet. So sometimes when they quiet, that means they're doing something they're not supposed to do. Right. But I peek around the corner knowing that Kaz was with my grandmother in the living room and I see Jackson and Cairo on the bed. And Cairo can't read, of course, but he's sitting next to Jackson with the book. As Jackson's reading, and Jackson puts his arm around him and gives him a kiss. Oh, God. Now, hold on. Well, hold on. Jackson's sitting there like, with his right foot over his left. Yeah. And his hands like this, and Cairo looks at him, and then puts his right foot over his left. Right. And it's just funny oh, to watch because yeah. he's doing exactly what, what Jackson is doing. He's such a doing. great big brother. He's so you, great. I can't. He's so That's great. So and that was a moment where I just, as a parent, yeah. was just like, okay, I'm doing something right. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and it has yeah. they just money. love each other. They love each other. Yeah. Love each he other. wants to be like his big brother. Yes. Of course. I get I, whenever I go to parent teacher conference for Jackson, I even get text messages from parents. Mm-hmm. What a, a good person Jackson is. Mm-hmm. You know, one kid had an accident at school, like in the bathroom or something, and ja- the, the student came back home and and told his mom that Jackson was the only kid that didn't like make fun of him. Well, you missed a, you missed the important part. The teacher said because the teacher can't go in the bathroom. Right. And said, you know, you can pick one person to go to the bathroom. Oh, yeah, and help that's you. what it was. And that, that person picked Jackson. Right. And Jackson took him in the bathroom. So right. he knew. And right. that's, and that's yeah. that makes you like, feel as a parent. Jackson because he knew Jackson he has wouldn't value make, and morals yeah. Yeah. and things. And, and, and but he doesn't get those out of thin air. He gets them from his parents. So y'all got to be doing something right. So my hat's off to y'all. Right. Because it's like an Every day we're just moving back and forth in the hustle and the bustle of life. You don't think like, I'm going to teach my child to do this, but mm-hmm. they emulate what they see. Yeah. yeah. They will pretty much emulate anything that you make them feel. So just being loving Ooh, and being child. amazing and, you know, being who you are yeah. and having those people around your children, because we're mm-hmm. also very particular with who's around our children. Um, yes. And I, I, will say, I will say this as well. Something that we've discussed a lot, which we want to kind of push to the forefront of what we do with, with parenting it's not so much what you have, but the experiences that you give your children. I have a lot of wealthy friends. As I've started to grow in, in my finances, I've met older people who are wealthy. I'm not talking about entertainers who've made a couple million. I'm talking about wealthy ones. Yeah. Yeah. They've all said to me, do not waste money on private schools, private tutors, all this other stuff. All their kids that did all that shit went to waste. It wasn't until they got their third and fourth child and they just took their kids on experiences. You know what? Rather than spending sixty thousand a year on school, let's travel every month. Let's let's go to the museum. My oh, God. Let, it, oh, man! Oh, you want to hear? You want to hear funny story? To the public school, fucking with this, me. This one over here, right? Jackson was two, okay. so we we. And I'm doing wanna... my due diligence as a parent. Right. I felt the same way you did. Over like, oh, I can't everything. miss this child. Yes. I gotta, yep. oh, I gotta plan. I gotta check every school route. I gotta check every opportunity. Uh-huh. Like yes. that was me. Me. Yep. So we're on. We're we're going to a bunch of different schools, and I'm not gonna shout out the school's name because I don't want to, you know, bad pub or whatever. Right. Yeah. But we go in there, and they're like, oh, we, you know, we love Jackson. We love you guys. We do the interview process, and Jackson's been accepted. And Jackson is four. Three. Well, he's three. Gonna yeah. be four going mm-hmm. into pre-K. Right. <laughs> so then Kay calls me. He's like, I got the um, I got the package for the tuition. So I'm like, all right, so how much is it? She's like, it's 3000 
So I'm like, I'm like, yo, why we can do three thousand? I'm like, it's twelve months and you divide that by three, that's two hundred eight dollars. And she was like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what, what, what was that? She was like, it's it's three thousand per month. Oh, and I was no. like, oh no, you how many months he going to this? <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm like thirty thousand dollars for pre-K. What the fuck can you guarantee me? My four year old oh, no. can do right. at, for thirty thousand dollars. That every other four year old can't do. At right. the time, and shapes and shit. And at the right. time, I was working at MSG Varsity, and I was talking to the head of MSG Varsity, who got a ton of money. And I was telling him what I was going through, and he laughed at me. Now this is an older, older white dude who got four kids. He said, "My first two kids went to private school. <laughs> Those are the worst motherfuckers I got." <laughs> I was like, oh. <laughs> Say no more. He <laughs> said so. half a million dollars on both of their educations. Woo! Both dropped out of college. They mm-hmm. both still live at home. They're both trying to figure out what they want. They're entitled. He said my last two, they went into public school. We traveled a lot and they, they took off, got scholarships mm-hmm. to school. And I was just like, mm-hmm. you know what? I think we need to reconvene and figure out yeah. what our priorities that's part of the reason why we didn't go and rush and buy a house initially mm-hmm. was because you know what we pay rent but now we have you know access to, to excess resources right. let's go let's go to Spain let's go here let's go to Jamaica and we took Jackson to the Bob Marley Museum in Jamaica Oh, and awesome. what yeah, an experience Man, and now Cairo walks around the house uh, get, up, get up stand up stand he's up two singing get life. up stand up and I'm like that's an experience at yeah. two doesn't it yeah. me too I'm I was like, like at two oh. he's like he and you know this. you see I got my Rasta band and ja- Jackson my says mom to was me like, Jackson uh, uh, Cairo what do you want for Christmas he said the beach <laughs> yeah, the beach nice. and the sand and the yes. water. Yes, vacation, <laughs> culture, <laughs> be culture. Take I mean, your yeah. kids places. We, yeah. we have little global citizens. Yeah, I mean, that well, that's a, that's right. assuming you have three thousand dollars to spend on private school in the first place. Yeah. that's like if you can afford the three thousand. It's like, like but do you really have to? I thought you was gonna say three thousand a semester. I'm like, okay, nah, that's not too bad. It's in-state no. college tuition, and also no. let you know, living in New York, New York is the most segregated educational system. Yes. in the country yes. in the country now there are some you know positive things about going to private school like Jackson School got 29 kids in the class nice. and I'm, I'm about tired of them motherfuckers cause <laughs> that's, that's, that's a lot, lot. that's a yeah. lot of yeah. kids man that's especially a lot, a lot of 7 year olds I feel yes. bad for the teacher man like yes. how do you teach 29 29 7 year olds there's like 20 boys and like 9 girls oh no poor, that's poor do girls. you know what that's like 20 boys at 7 at 7 oh no it's it's yeah. it's hard, and he's in the gifted yeah. and talented. So those kids have to be wow. challenged. Wow, the GNT classes crowded yes. like the that. GNT Could you imagine wow. a regular class? Exactly. Could you imagine a regular class? It's exactly. like thirty five, no, thirty six kids. Yeah, I was on that same accelerated track, and that was mm-hmm. one of the benefits that they told my parents about oh, yeah. was that they told smaller, us, class smaller class size. The year before Damn. it was thirteen kids in the class. The year he got in, it was like twenty twenty five. Wow, and then now it's twenty nine. Well, it's the influx of people coming to New York. I mean, yeah, yeah I get that, and also so much education especially at that age can be supplemented at home like you, you, I feel you like just said in it. elementary Everything. school you just said I, it. I got you through elementary school <laughs> yes. middle school fine yes. that high school math we might have to hire a tutor <laughs> yes. mama exactly. got you at least through truth. algebra one <laughs> that's the truth so much of what Jackson in the summertime Deval already knows what grade are you going to second grade okay so in the summertime we're getting second grade books yes all this work so you going and you're prepared my mama did the so same my parents thing. yeah mine too yeah. book reports you gotta all read my mother was the same way absolutely Last Later. time you read a book. 
I'm like, it's fucking July. <laughs> my grandmother made us write Thank a five paragraph later. essay every day, like Monday through mm-hmm. Friday in the summer, as if we were still in school. Yeah. She was like, you can go and play your, your Nintendo after you finish writing these these five paragraphs. And look at, and look you, at you now. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Look at you I still ain't shit. I can read and write and do all, you know, those things. Important nah, skills for kids. Right. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm educated. Nah, son. Yeah. You came from Miami. You came up here, did your own did thing. Your thing. That's man. that's your, your grandma, bro. Absolutely. Yeah. 100%. That's, I credit that her diligence. all of the time. That yeah. Back then, I was like, oh, right now. What's your background? Where's your grandma? Jamaica. 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 St. Okay. Catherine. See, I knew yeah. it. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, so now he can stay on that side next to <laughs> He's about to send him yeah. over here. He's a fellow Yadi. Yes, of course. Oh, yes. Yes. By year. Of course. <laughs> she used to make, yeah, that, that was, and she was a teacher too. Oh, I had like a lot of teachers mm-hmm. in, in my family. You teaching kids in Jamaica who have like like yeah. nobody has anything, and mm-hmm. your right. education is so important. It is mm-hmm. like it was like oh, nah, I don't care that the, so all the other kids are are at Disney World, <laughs> right. Right. right? Yeah, not, you're right. They yeah. are at Disney World. I want mm-hmm. a book report, and yeah. I want it today, <laughs> and then you can go watch. Right, we weren't going nowhere. And I, keep in mind, you're writing another one tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> so you might as well get the writing. I love it. <laughs> go ahead, get you a fresh there stack of paper. Oh, right. Well, y'all have put my mind at ease about so many things, and it was yes. such a joy to have y'all in the studio <laughs> today. Thank you so much. I don't think oh, we've ever you. sat here and just yes. ran our mouths like this. Yeah, no, this was like one of the most hour. engaging yeah. conversations. I actually would love to have y'all back on the show sometime because <gasps> I feel like there's so yes. much. So much Anytime. stuff that we haven't even yeah, talked about. Yeah, a lot of stuff that we could still about. talk about. Um, and there's so much more happening in 2019, so we're excited to let y'all know what's going on. Wait, one more thing. Okay. Yes. What do y'all think about Offset interrupting no. Cardi B's? Oh, God. Oh, God. Where Where do you stand on, yes. on his I want to hear this gesture. from a, you know from a happily funny? married I, couple. I didn't even see. I'm a, I might have been under the rock. I've know. heard about it, but I haven't seen I it know. yet. I know what happened. Okay, so he, he interrupted her during a, a concert, a performance. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of different ways to think of it, right? Okay. But the first thing I'm thinking about it as a business. Mm-hmm. She's a businesswoman. This right. is my brand. Mm-hmm. You're as as a woman. It's unfair for you to take what we're going through and place that in front of my brand that I've worked so hard for. Right. Because as a woman, you have to be ten times better yep. than any man to get to that level. So now I'm trying to reach that level, and Where here you, you are as a man. <laughs> come on. It's, Never it's, heard a straight man talk this much. Man. Feminine side. <laughs> <laughs> we came up with. I forget it. You had said something. Denori came up with a quote. His, no, no, it was you. Quote, <laughs> your, oh, I came up with a quote. Shit. Is as fragile as her self esteem. Yeah, so, the male yeah. ego is as fragile as self esteem. Damn. But um, I, I feel like I felt like it was just unfair. You know, like I, w- I would never do Rolling that, Loud. which is f- that's fucked up. Mm-hmm. That's fucked. Like first female artist oh, to headline right. Rolling Loud. That's n- and that's not oh, fucked up. Oh, that's yeah. not fucked up. It's, yeah. No, it's very fucked up. I can't believe a straight man said it, though. I'm like, <laughs> that's <laughs> belief. Because, I, I, well, I'm always thinking of, I'm always brand conscious. Business I'm always business yeah. minded. But also you have to be conscious of, of what's going on in society. Right. Certain people don't get the same opportunities as other people. Yeah. So that would be the equivalent, you know, of if, if a black artist got the first opportunity and now his, his white person just comes in here and just overshadows. It's like, bro, this is my opportunity to do something for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How are you going to do that? And if you say you love me. Right. And I'm your wife. I would I would never do that to Kadeem. I would like I would I would interrupt something else. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But say, say she was dinner. hosting the Oscars. First black right. woman to host the Oscars. I'm not gonna walk up on the fucking Oscars stage <laughs> acting a fucking you know? think it was romantic? What was I'm his, sure he did. It was like was a his... bunch of flowers that said, Take me back, Cardi. 
and they just interrupted her show and rolled oh. this shit out and he came out on stage and then it got real awkward real fast because she, she, she did not look happy they put the lights down on the stage so you couldn't see like what exactly was, yeah. but she was going off she was like Which, oh, that's man. why it's unfair yeah, now unfair. Okay. I, I will say this though as a man you see the woman that you want I see and you looking at me over there. Oh, Lord. Because, you know, you know I'm talking about you, man. Right. <laughs> I'm like looking through the mic. Like, get these two. Sometimes, sometimes as, a, as a man, when you get to a certain level, you feel like you're bigger than everything else. And he's not looking at her as no Cardi B. He's like, that's my wife. I want my wife. As a man, as a husband, I can respect that you went out there and got your wife. I just feel like he wasn't as selfish to do it then. I understand the gesture. He probably thought this is a big moment yeah, and I can be vulnerable romantic. in this moment right. because it's a big moment. I wouldn't have done it. I think it was selfish, but I could see how he, him thinking like, this is me, I'm offset. I don't got to beg for no chick. This is a big moment. I'm going to come out here and be vulnerable in front of all these people. Do you think it's vulnerable to say, take me back? Like what's vulnerable yes. about that? As, as, as an alpha male. Oh Lord. Who I'm not just being honest as, yeah. an, as an alpha male. For you to beg for anyone's attention, and it doesn't even have to be a woman, like even as a business partner, you know, so, you know, how many, so many businesses fold because men just walk away. Too big to ask, ask for your forgiveness. That's for him true. to go on stage in front of all them people, but he didn't ask flowers, for forgiveness. He has to be taken back. His like, words. He did say, different. "I'm sorry, bruh." <laughs> See, he came for he the, I'm sorry, bruh. He called her bruh. That's bruh. his love language. <laughs> bruh is his love language. <laughs> Maybe you know what it I'm saying. Be. It, it takes a lot to it takes a lot for for a man to get up there and be vulnerable. That that's vulnerable. It is. He offset Whoa. former trapper, one of the Migos. Most of his peers would never have done no shit like that's that. That's what I I'm mean, saying. They would have just got another girl and went on IG. It's hard for me to compare things to what other similar niggas would have done because I'm like none of y'all should have did it. Like. I, my mind keeps going to, well, why didn't you have this kind of respect and energy back when you was out there sleeping with all these no, women? No, I, I completely hear what you're saying. I'm just saying yeah. on the topic of this seeming to be vulnerability from him. Yeah. yeah. It's not many rap Like, look at how many rappers a year, a month, a week get oh, yeah. some shit with their girlfriend about cheating on them. Tiny, I just buy just Tiny, tiny a car and a bag and puts it on Instagram. And that's how we know they made yeah, it. But not going to be vulnerable. Well, Huh, like okay. I think it was vulnerable. I think it was vulnerable. I don't think it was right. I think it was wrong, but I think it was vulnerable. But let's let's be honest. What is Offset's background? Who's who's been coaching Offset? I thought he grew up in the suburbs. Doesn't he have a, a like two parents and a stable home? I don't, I don't know. Colleges? I think he I does. Asking, I don't know. I don't know for sure either. That's just what I read when his daddy uh, came out talking about how Cardi B need. To, oh, that's a stepdaddy. Because yeah. oh, okay. I'll be honest, I'm not. I'm not sitting up here speaking from so much maturity. My father coached me. My uncles coached me on how to be a man. Like I can't sit up here and make it seem like I figured these things out on my own. My father, my uncle were on my ass about being a, a gentleman. And then my mom, on top of that, wasn't having that. So mm. some, a lot of the things that I preach or I say come from my upbringing. Yes. So if, if he doesn't have an upbringing to know how to be vulnerable and be a gentleman, you can't really just expect him to go out there on stage and know what to do. Right. I definitely agree there. I don't think most men, black, white, or any other race, are raised with a, a culture of valuing women and truly respecting them and their words. I feel like if he really listened to Cardi B and really valued her as a person, then all these grand gestures and all this would not necessarily even have to be done in private. 
but wouldn't be interrupting her while she's in the middle of having her moment. Because then it's like he's centering his feelings and how much mm-hmm. he wants her back as opposed mm-hmm. to what she wants or needs in that moment. His mm-hmm. needs are more important, even when she's on stage making history. And it's just right. like... That's why it's so He could have been there to greet her as she left the stage yes, or something. Yes, why not? Why? <laughs> yeah. but, then, but then if he doesn't know better, the grand gesture is to be that vulnerable in front of all of these people. True. Because some Ooh. people some people might have been like, oh my he God. He did say it afterwards, like, you know, I messed up in public, so I felt it was only right to, you know, apologize. Don't people say that all the time? But right. Have that same energy that you had when you had me looking boo-boo the fool. Have that same, and apologize yes. in private. Women say that all the time. I say that like, how all the time, but realize... he did apologize in public. We, this is, that flower presenting ceremony, that is not the first apology we've seen from Offset in public. He's trying to get his girl back. I mean, but nothing was working. Huh? I don't agree with it. I, let me, let me, I don't agree with it. I, I, I understand what he's trying to do, but that's a big moment, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, like that's that was just yeah. fucked up. Woo. Like if I was her, I'd have been. Hit. Oh, she she, she looked Damn. very angry. <laughs> she looked pretty mad. So Damn. and we try not to do that. Like we're nowhere near on that level, but we try to give each other our moments. You know, like we'll we'll be going through shit, mm-hmm. and if we're going to a radio station, we're doing something in public. We're never going to have that in front of people. Right. Because if that this moment is not about our marriage. This moment is about her as an individual or me as an individual. Mm-hmm. And I think that he'll he'll learn that as a husband. If they get back together, he'll realize that, that Cardi B is not your wife. Cardi B is Cardi B. And then when y'all at home, she's your wife. And I think that, you know, Jay-Z, Ooh. Beyonce have gone through that. Uh, Will and I mean, Jada. But look at how many years they had to, those women had to tarry with these niggas in order to get them to this place where they're finally like, okay, I do value and respect you as a woman. It's like, why does it have to be like that for so many of us? I think social conditioning. If you think about where 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 marriage comes from, marriage come from, comes from a place of property owning anyway. That's true. The only reason why marriage was even happening was because men wanted to be able to claim women to have kids to say, these are mine. And they get all my so shit. And marriage, she is mine. And she is mine. So yeah. it, it, the idea of marriage is oppressive to women in general. Whew. It is oppressive. I mean, I'm just being honest. I mean, once again, I do not know where you found this unicorn of a man. <laughs> I, <can't laughs> I am just, no, no, no. I am just so stupid. Plummet. No, no, I can count on one hand with fingers left over. One thing is the number of men fair. who make this much sense. Fair. <laughs> like a lot of men think they're rational but there's a lot of bias behind their mm-hmm. so-called rational mindset but you actually think things through well i was raised in a house with six you know six older cousins who were all female so i got my fair share of listening <laughs> <laughs> with the intent to understand shout out to michelle yes. tasha celeste lisa tracy my aunt wheezy they used to watch me at home yes, so i used to sit you there in the house i was in hustling uh, <laughs> oh this nigga did that he did what not nah, he should have did this i was like that's what you should do that's how i got her man yes, well i works. love it and thank y'all so much again for coming through this was no, such a absolutely. joy nah this was we're, great we'll be back. Fun. as long as y'all have us. of course of course <laughs> uh, tell you. people where they can find you maybe give a, a tease or two on things you're working on i know y'all have endless Ooh. work and contracts uh, well you can find us both on instagram, instagram. i am deval i-a-m-d-e-v-a-l-e mm-hmm. and kadeen i am not kadenium yes. <laughs> when i mean me but it's Kadeen I am so K-H-A-D-E-E-N-I-A-M and I just YouTube. found both of y'all yes and the fact that y'all don't have like a we're the Ellis's 
kind of Instagram account. Gotta say I love it. <laughs> Gotta say I love it. Why you be like who are these corny people? Y'all the fact that here, both kids? of y'all have your own pages, like we're our own people. We are. Yeah. A, a you don't see both of them on each we, page. I mean, anyway. right? Of yeah. course, yeah. but so many. Like I can't tell you how many people I know from high school who have like joint Facebook accounts with their spouses or whatever, and it's like why. No. Right. It's like no. Allison and Donald Spencer, and it's like, but but I only know one of, I really only well, know one of you, but also I only <laughs> wanted to talk to one of you. You Why? know, there's something funny. We almost didn't even post each other on our Instagrams when we first got started. Me, it was yeah. like a, you know, you want to, you want to act, I want to act. We don't right. want to be considered those people who are so. Mm, you yeah. just post your stuff, I post my stuff. That right. was initially how we were going to do our Instagram right. pages, right. and then we just got tired of auditioning and stuff, and we're like, you know what? Let's just put our own stuff out there, see what sticks. Yeah, absolutely. So. <laughs> well, I love it, and I wish y'all the absolute best. And thank you so much. These children are just gorgeous. So keep thank doing you. the great thank job you so you're much. doing. Thank you. Thank y'all so much for coming. We're going to take a break. We'll be right back. Hey, guys. May is Mental Health Awareness Month, and Talkspace's leading virtual therapy provider is encouraging people to talk it out in therapy. Opening up to a therapist might feel uncomfortable, cathartic, exhausting, or exhilarating. Personally, I find it to be all of these things, depending on the time and time. But if you keep talking or texting with a licensed therapist, you'll gain insights and uncover truths that you can find only in therapy. Personally, I'm therapy constantly. It's one of the most important things in my life right now, to be honest with you. And it is just, it makes a difference knowing that you have someone somewhere uh, that is judgment-free, that is unbiased, that can hear you out. And it being Mental Health Awareness Month is the time, if it's been on your mind, to give it a try. Celebrate May, Mental Health Awareness Month, and the power of talking out in therapy. Talkspace is offering every listener of The Read $80 off your first month with promo code SPACE80. When you go to Talkspace.com slash read to match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com slash read to get $80 off your first month with the code SPACE80. And to show your support for the show, that's Talkspace.com slash R-E-A-D code S-P-A-C-E-8. Zero. Go get some help. Talk some stuff out. Let's get back to the show. All right, so we're back. About to wrap up this thing finally. Yes, it's time for the read. So I will just start because I truly don't expect to be doing these for too long. I have two reads, but I believe them to be short. Okay. I would like to start with Prada. Um. So I don't know what y'all were thinking about putting these nigger dolls in the window of your shop in Soho. (laughs) It was a poor decision. So if you don't know, you can easily, you could probably just put in Prada on Google and go to news. Mm -hmm. You may not even need to click news. It'll probably just be right there on the front page. Let me me see what happens. But either way, you will find. Right there. There you go. Prada vows to examine the processes that led them to sell blackface. Mm. I suggest you do it. Girl, because how did you bitches end up there? I'm reading uh, The Guardian. Fashion label expresses deep regret over monkey-like figurines that put in store window. Monkey-like is right. So if you haven't seen them, they're basically these little weird, they almost look like voodoo dolls or some shit, but they're all black with these giant oversized red lips. So... I just had like two questions, right? Okay. 
when I saw this. Oh, keep in mind, you can also buy a little uh, miniature nigger doll that can hang on your purse or your belt loop. Yeah, it's a little token. If you want to carry racism mm-hmm. around with you yeah. on the street. Like your own little pickaninny right there on your back. <laughs> just a little polywog yeah, for just you. just right there. Um, I wondered how many people sit in the room <laughs> when discussions... Uh, for things like this take place and how many of them have melanin. I feel like it's a very good chance that every person involved with this uh, was Caucasian. And if there was a black person in the room that they felt like many of you people who are only black people in the room Mm -hmm. at your job. Yes. Okay, well, this is racist. This is some bullshit. Are we going to get dragged for this? But I also really like this job. The pay's decent. And there's a good chance that if I say something, something like the truth, these white people going to get mad at me and I may not have a job no more. So, soapbox, chess, soapbox. There's an episode of Blackish about this. Financial stability, <laughs> truth, poverty. I just, you know, I don't know. I mean, you know. Times is rough. I can't blame nobody for doing what they need to do to keep their job. This falls on Prada. No, it absolutely 1000% falls on Prada. And this is why employing, not only employing uh, people of color in all of these spaces makes, is not, that's not only why it's important, but I think that it's just like a further example of how many things you could probably avoid if you had the foresight to just have sense. First of all, I mean, well, not first of all, but past all of that shit, blackface and all of this imagery is so motherfucking old. Woo. Like, I know Prada as a fashion house is quite old too, but I don't understand how nobody Miss. caught up on this. So, although they say that they abhor racist imagery, and that they're doing all of this work to create uh, to correct the mistake that they made. Um, I'm just happy to say that I don't own Ooh. anything Prada, and I never will. I'm pretty pissed because I have a lot of Prada accessories, not clothes, but you know, bags and and not shoes, but um, sunglasses especially. Mm-hmm. I got so many pairs of their sunglasses, and it pisses me off because a lot of their shit is really cute. But, yeah, that's true. Like, how dare you? I just, I won't accept, especially that initial response of, what do you mean racist? We didn't, there's no racism in this. Like, okay, y'all cannot be that dumb. But also, if you really think that, then y'all have desperately got to hire some niggas. Because this is just, this is so fucking stupid. It's just, Prada should have never, ever, a, a brand that is that established, we should have never gotten here. So... I just, you know, there's there's luxury sunglasses and other accessories everywhere. Like, I don't have to buy Prada, and I just won't. And I mean, it's, I feel like it's every year that some fashion label gets dragged for racism. Oh, yeah. I mentioned this on Twitter, and a bunch of people were like, uh, girl, we got a whole list of receipts on basically every fashion house. Yeah, so, like almost all of them. You might as well boycott all that shit yeah. and start getting everything second, which is also fine. Like, I don't need to be spending that kind of money on sunglasses. Okay. No I damn way. It, Ross. <laughs> a lot of cute shit at Ross. Like, you better you act mean? like you know when I get to Houston I'm going straight to Kohl's. Okay. <laughs> Let me tell you something. My auntie be making magic happen with that Kohl's cash. Um, Alright. And then the only other thing I wanted to say is to Jacques. Um, Alright. We're not doing that. I know that your tiny black ass did not walk up on Keith's sweat. Hmm. And 
disrespect the fuck out of him. Like, you know, Lord. you kids these days, you only got no damn respect. Okay? Have the fun that you're having in your moment. Celebrate that people like you and are, or, and are, you know, paying you some attention. You're making money doing something that I would assume you enjoy uh, doing and things of that nature. You gotta be king, nigga. You couldn't be the Burger King. You could not. So, I don't even... I don't even understand where all of this, like persistent energy is coming from on this topic. I understand, though, that this is a promotional tool for him. I don't know if it started off as his idea or somebody else's, or if they were like, hey, look how many people are talking about you now. Let's keep going. But I don't know if it was TMZ or who was following Keith Sweat at this show. But they're talking to Keith Sweat on camera, and somebody said something about the king of R&B or just the word king or something. And this nigga who I, you wouldn't have even known he was there. Right. Like, he almost, like, appeared as if um, someone called uh, Kazoo on the Flintstones. You know, like, he just came out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Um, and he starts hollering at the camera about him being the king of R&B, Keith Wet was the R&B king from back in the day, but he's the new king now, Lord. and all of this other shit. Mind you, this nigga is like 5'5". Five, five. What? Is he really? He's a tiny thing. So, like, <laughs> they did a video afterwards uh, where Keith Sweat um, reprimanded him, as I enjoyed. And he was also standing next to uh, Tigga and Tank. Oh, okay. Tank is not very tall, and he was still quite a bit taller than this nigga. So he's like, you know, a minuscule thing. And I just feel like, nigga, I get that you're trying to drum up this attention to get people to, like, download whatever music. I think it's foolish that you have apparently not released anything new within the past week and a half or whatever that people have been talking about your ass consistently. But... Just promote your music and leave niggas alone. Like, do you understand that niggas, like, before you were created because of this nigga's music? No, he doesn't. Like, I don't know who's fucking the Jacquees, you know? Like, and and I'm not saying that nobody is. I'm just saying that Keith Sweat was so motherfucking bad. Keith Sweat, the mention of Keith Sweat will have a lot of women in their 40s. Instantly taken back to a very specific place and time. Like Keith Sweat had an incredible ability to get these women to drop their panties. Like there's actually a term. These kids don't know the term begging like Keith Sweat. They don't know what that means. But Keith Sweat used to get on a record and make women feel every type of way. And so for Jacquees to like. You haven't made anybody feel shit. Right. I can't, I can't do that with him because like I literally cannot even name a song of yours. He could walk in here right now and I would think he worked for the damn studio. I don't know that boy. So for him to even try to breathe in the direction of a legend like Keith Sweat just has me like, all right, get him off. <laughs> I don't know who's in charge of this little nigga, but I'm over him. I know Keith wanted to whack a mold the shit out of that nigga when he came onto that fucking camera frame. Where are you going? And they were all laughing about it afterwards, which again made me feel like this nigga doesn't really feel this way. I, I just don't believe it. Niggas who were generations after motherfuckers like Keith Sweat, 
I feel they would they would be offered a title like that before you would nigga. Right. Like nobody knows who the fuck you are like that. And I don't give a fuck how many of y'all niggas have been to whatever concert at what club or wherever else and niggas was going off when they played Jacquees or he came out on don't stage care. and everybody do not nope. care. King of R and B, that's not where she's at. And she know that shit. So I don't want to give like I don't want <laughs> to continue have this conversation. Like you can you can have that kind of a fun and be like, Yeah, I'm the king of R and B, I'm doing a great greatest shit ever or whatever, whatever. And you can still dap up legends who open doors for niggas who open doors yep. for niggas who open doors for you. You know? You can, you can still be like, I'm the king of R&B or whatever. And here's another motherfucking king of R&B. Key Sweat, my nigga. You did say, like, what? 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 Right. It's just so annoying the, like, the gall that a lot of these motherfuckers have running around here is because it doesn't take much for you bitches to be famous these days. Like, you don't even really have to have too much talent. You just got to get niggas on the internet to like you. And then that's it. Yeah. So you got enough people to like you and recorded some songs. And here you are. Congratulations to you. May God take you in the direction that is yours. You know, but you're not about to just be walking around on established like recognizable world renowned R&B singers Mm-mm. and 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 interrupt their moment first of all has nobody ever taught you um stay out of girlfriend's Common business sense like nobody was act. even yeah. talking to you <laughs> but then to like dive in front of Keith's my nigga like maybe Trey songs somebody need to snatch him up maybe Miguel maybe I, I don't know Luke James or something, you know? And I would disagree with you on all of those. Yeah, 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 yeah. All of those people. Although I think Miguel's got a better shot at it than the mother, too. Oh. Yes. I'm just I saying. Feel, I mean, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but that's not what this is about. <laughs> what I'm saying is, these are, th- those men, <laughs> compared to Keith, like, I just don't know what you're saying here, little boy. On. I just can't believe the nerve. Like, if you were to jump into in front of one of those niggas on camera and proclaim that, I still would be like, who the fuck is this nigga? Right. He's not Quavo? Who is he? <laughs> but oh, the he fact that like you... Keith Sweat walked into Laura Winslow's house and sang them draws off, my nigga. Like, what are you doing? Man, Tevin Campbell made Ashley fall out at her birthday party. I mean, we're not even talking about Usher or John Legend or... Any of the people who, you know, are not talked about, I guess, as much as Jacquees, I guess, is. Boys to men. Brian and Nice will show you how your pussy works. Jacquees, I've never, I don't think you have the range. So I just can't believe he actually, you know, just zero shame. Just zero self-awareness and what to do in the moment and and all of that. It was just so wrong. And on top of that, you niggas be so quick to be talking about, oh, niggas need to get over it. Oh, niggas always complaining and the young niggas just want to breathe. Oh, niggas is so Is this your young nigga voice? (laughs) But then rush to Woo. sample their fucking songs and remake them and shit like that and sell us nostalgia back mm. and do all of that motherfucking shit. Tory Lanez talking about he want niggas to leave Jacquees alone. Tory Lanez, like the Who first three songs I had ever heard of from from you were like you remixing some I mean, other R&B nigga. song that was way more classic and famous than whatever it is that y'all niggas were. Like, I don't even want to hear Oh that. my God. I googled Tory Lanez and the first headline says Royce the 5'9 threatens to beat up Tory Lanez. Why? I don't know. What the hell did Tory Lanez do? always mad at Tory Lanez. Well, sir, sir, you better sit your ass down somewhere. First time I ever heard of Tory Lanez is because uh, 
Drake was not fucking with him or something like that. It was Tory a Drake versus. Lanes. I'm going to have to look up his discography because it's not, there's it's not ringing a look. bell. There's nothing to find. There's got to be a song. You'll be fine. There's got to be a big song that I just don't know. No, he has the song that you'll probably recognize. Um, I'm looking it up. But again, I just find it interesting that so many of y'all are so quick to try and get your label or whoever, your management, to clear these fucking samples of all of these niggas' songs. But then you want to act like their existence, their catalog, what they gave to music ain't shit at the same time yeah, while you're singing over their stuff. Man, if y'all don't. Oh, say it. That I do know, say it. Right. Okay. A sample. Well, well damn. <laughs> Well, all right then. <laughs> a sample that also none of us needed. So mm. I don't like have your fun at your moment yeah. and 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 revel in the fact that you're doing well for yourself and you're having a good time. But you don't have to like bulldoze over niggas that literally pay the way for you and also aren't bothering you, right? To proclaim it's yourself something not. that you also clearly we're not even talking about somebody who has a case, right? If Miguel were to hop in front of Keith Sweat and do the same thing, he would still get cussed out. Because although Miguel is talented and makes great music and we love his work and all that shit and the nigga's cool, like, yeah. Miguel's not finna stand in front of Keith Sweat mm-hmm. and call himself the king of R&B and Keith say Keith Sweat was the king of R&B from the past or whatever. And we're just gonna be like, <laughs> what we are Do you great. have no like, respect what? for the people who created the, the lane that you're walking right now? You just have zero respect for that? None at all? You realize you will age too, right? You won't always be the young nigga that everybody gives a fuck about. One day, the things you like and the music you make will be old nigga shit. And some young bitch ass nigga like yourself will come up and spit in your face and say you never did nothing for him. <laughs> and you're going to understand the restraint Keith Sweat had to, yeah. had to exercise to not slap you in your fucking face. I know Keith Sweat had that Arthur hand. That, <laughs> yeah, that John Legend fist. <laughs> John Legend. Y'all said John Legend looked like Arthur, and now I can't unsee it. I mean, he he embraced it. Wasn't he Arthur from Halloween? Yeah, that was cute. Yeah. So that's it. That's all I have. <sighs> Jacquees, calm down. Sing your music. Like, if you are the king of R&B, then make some R&B so kingly mm-hmm. or king-like that I have no choice but to hear it. Yeah. I literally had to Google you to find out the name of anything you've done. Right. So... I, I think that that's yes. something you should evaluate first. And then also leave the classic legends who have given us all of the greatness right. for so long. Show them the proper respect. You don't need to be running around that's sucking it. nobody's dick. But you see Keith Sweat, you could say nothing. Or you could be like, man, shout out to you. My auntie yeah. loves you. <laughs> like, Even something like that, like that's not offensive because Keith Sweat knows aunties love him. Yeah. <laughs> he is an uncle. So yeah, he gets Keith it. Sweat would probably also look at you and think that you're a boy scout. Yeah. So <laughs> like, like, oh, who is this little young nigga? Oh, you make music as well. That's nice. You know, good luck on your career. Oh, and I know nice. you ain't played my shit all the time because yeah. <laughs> them bitches love me. Right. Yes. You welcome. You welcome. So Keith Sweat walks so you niggas can run on SoundCloud and you have the nerve to disrespect him. And that's one. I mean. Let me be quiet. That's one simple name in a classic male R&B yeah. pot yeah. that is right there with Don't You Ever Try Them. You know, right. like, I, mm-hmm. I don't even understand who raised you. Yeah, this is some new nigga shit. Imagine- he has to have an aunt, uncle, somebody who called him after seeing that and be like, now this king shit is cute, nigga. <laughs> but how, don't you ever take your life? Like- right. Imagine I had Usher at some point in his life ran up on, uh, I don't even know. Like, Michael I- James Brown. 
Okay, I just got emotional. But like, <laughs> imagine Usher like running up on Luther Vandross and being right. like, <laughs> no shade, but that's old nigga music. I'm the shit, blah, blah, blah. And to be fair, Usher had way more of a right to say that shit than whoever the fuck Jacquees is. At least Usher had hits and was dominating the charts and on tour and everything else. But still, I cannot fathom Usher have ever doing some disrespectful shit like that to a legend, like especially in his face and acting like what that man contributed meant nothing to your own career. Like, do you understand as hard as things were for you, they were a million times harder for me because it was back in the day. Anyway, so you're done, right? You know, I had to actually sell physical (laughs) copies of this. Every every time we made money, right. People didn't, people couldn't buy their music at home. If they wanted to partake in what we did, they had to leave their houses and pay cash money to see it. You could buy your music on an airplane. And I still sold more records than you. So so, so what what are what you, are we doing here? Leave me alone. <laughs> Get out of my face. It's like when Nicki Minaj talked about how she had more number one songs or whatever than Aretha Franklin, whatever that record was yeah. of Aretha she and it was like That irked me. You also were a feature on like ninety eight percent of those. That's one. <laughs> Two streams and digital downloads very different thing than having to leave your house to go see Aretha at Club Cotton or whatever child anyway so what I've started doing is taking screenshots of fucked up headlines that I see throughout the week so that I can because I'm not always okay although I do have a pet peeve but I will talk about it after I get done talking about this there's a small town in Mississippi oh boy (laughs) is called Sardis, I believe, S-A-R-D-I-S. And they have an annual Christmas parade, like most towns do. They chose Michael Clay Saripkin to be the Grand Marshal. Michael Clay Saripkin is a man who has been convicted of at least five sex-related crimes since 1990, sexual battery then, statutory rape in 97 and 98, also convicted of touching a child for lustful purposes in 2013 in Mississippi. Saripkin was chosen to be the grand marshal of a Christmas parade in small town in Mississippi. So that lets you know already that he has to be white as fuck. But was chosen because he has brought so much businesses, businesses. He has brought business to the area. He has donated money to the fire department, police department. I guess he's, I guess he must be wealthy. I mean, I'm assuming he's clearly wealthy to have escaped. First of all, that many sex related charges and still be out. But because he has helped businesses in this small city, they are willing to overlook the fact that he is a danger to people around him, especially children and let him be the grand marshal of the damn Christmas parade. There's so many things obviously wrong with this. Yeah. Like, so clearly wrong but the thing that pisses me off the most is that states like this red states like the one i'm from so don't think i'm shitting on mississippi because y'all know i love to drag oklahoma when they do similarly stupid very true these red states like pride themselves on being so christian and godly and biblical and that's what we don't like about them liberal ass Mm. cities is y'all don't believe in god and your children pray to avocado toast and everything you (laughs) You, you eat organic and you read real good and we don't like none of it. Ah! However, those liberal, you know, dens of iniquity that y'all hate so much <laughs> would never, ever, ever, ever choose a man who is a known sex offender and has committed at least five sex related crimes 
to be the grand marshal of a parade that is touted and build, build it, build, build it. The whole fucking point is that it's a family event. Yeah. Bring out mom and dad and the kids and grandma and grandpa and let's all celebrate the birth of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. Jesus certainly would have wanted <laughs> anybody but this man to be the, the grand marshal of his parade. <laughs> now, maybe in New York City, you can say the parade is not necessarily Christian, but I guarantee you in small town Mississippi, it is. Oh, I would assume. The the religious aspect of Christmas has been almost completely stripped away unless you personally make it about God, which my mama definitely did. Same z. So I just, I'm so tired of that kind of hypocrisy coming from cities and towns and states that claim to be super conservative because of a deep love for Jesus and then turn around and do the exact opposite of what Jesus would have done or wanted. It's just trash. And what the fuck does he want to be the grand marshal of the parade for anyway? I guess because he's brought so much money to the city. I don't know why. Like. The honestly, no, throw that nigga under the, the first jail. thing I thought of, the most fucked up thought, is he probably wants to be grand marshal so he has access to children. I mean, what the fuck else am I supposed to think? But people know this about him, and they were interviewed, and they were like, "I don't care, it don't matter. My business is popping now since he came through, so I don't give a fuck." Like y'all are literally valuing insane. money and business over children and and safety, and Bro, I just don't. That's are, not Christ-like at people all. People are trash. Trash. They really are. Like, for you to comfortably say and, and think that is insanity to me. Yeah, it is. Like, the fact that you would say it aloud to a reporter and give your real full name, the name of the business you own, <laughs> <laughs> and say, we love it because I'm making more money now. Go and rape? children like, might be molested. Not really my problem. Like, I'm just, I'm disgusted. But that's nothing new. I just wish y'all would do better. Stop acting like you love Jesus so much when you literally purport none of Jesus's teachings or ways. That's all I'm asking. But I know Sounds you Sounds like it makes sense. Secondly, this is a bit pettier and, you know, not as important. But so many times when I am calling like a ride share, like Lyft or not really Uber, but one of the ones, the driver will say that the GPS told them to go one spot that isn't my house. And so then they call me like, where are you at? Blah, blah, blah. And so usually I'm like, okay, whatever. Not that big of a deal. Like, I'll just go outside and look for you. Sometimes they're across the street or whatever. Fine. This past week, I had a lady call me and she said, yeah, um, I was on my way to pick you up, but uh, the GPS told me to go to, to 110th and 5th instead of like your actual address. So I'm at the corner of 110th and 5th. I said, so... Is my address not in there? Can you not see it? She's like, no, it's here. But the GPS told me to come over here. So this is where I am. And I said, so you know where I am. Like, you can see it. You can see that you're not in front of my apartment. And yet you won't just turn the corner to my apartment. I was really confused by that. And so I said to her, so like, can you not get over here? What is it? And she was like, well, I'm already here. And I would have to like turn three times to get over to you. And I'm like, so. That would take you an extra 90 seconds. It's fucking cold. I already don't want to be outside. And it's fucking snowing. So, sis, if it was 70 degrees and like a beautiful day in New York City, sure, I would love to gallop five blocks down the street to where you are or whatever. But literally all you have to do is make three turns and then you will be in front of my apartment. So if you know where you should be, why won't you just 
come here. Yeah, she was ballsy for that shit. I don't, I understand that, you know, rideshare drivers, the whole gig economy is trash and people are doing what they have to do. And so I didn't, you know, lower her rating for it. I didn't decrease. You me. <laughs> I didn't decrease her tip. I still gave, especially because she was a black woman. I was like, I'm oh, not going to take a black girl's tip away. Yeah, I probably would have done that too. But like, I really, <laughs> I really want to know why, if you can see that you're not where you're supposed to be, why you won't just come where you're supposed to be. Like, I hate that the GPS told me to do blank shit, period. I don't give a fuck what the GPS told you to do. Mm. Okay. This is where I'm at. Right. This is where I'm going, my nigga. Like, right. what are you... I mean, I would, I'm would. i willing to give leeway if I just put in current location. I didn't put, up, put in my exact address. But if I did, and you can see that you're not even on the same street as my exact address, I feel like this is a New York thing. Because you could never get away with this if you was in some place where people live in their own houses. Like, yeah. you could never call somebody and be like, I know your house is... Uh, three cul-de-sacs away but gps told me to come over here like bitch bring your ass over here then like i said what the fuck is the gps telling you to go to the wrong place have to do with me nigga that's not where i'm at it's it's new york city in december it's snowing sis you might not want to take the the ride around the corner but like i would really love to not run in the snow if you could just i asked to be picked up at my home is that too much is it too much I feel like it isn't, but she no. she made me feel like I was being unreasonable. Like, she had an attitude with me when I got in the car. <laughs> I was like, I'm just going to put my headphones on. This lady probably having a terrible day. It's not the job for you. This is not. I was just like, whoo, Chile. So maybe some rideshare drivers can let me know. Is it really that hard to just come where you are supposed to be? Let me know. Because if it is, then I will be more understanding about it. But I just didn't get that. And which lion-ass app is this that y'all niggas be using? Because... I'm tired of hearing about how the the app just told you to do whatever the fuck it wanted you to do. Yeah, I, I don't almost know. missed the flight behind. Oh, the GPS told what? me, et cetera. Oh, no. I don't remember where the fuck we were going, but I know that I damn near missed my flight uh, from JFK because this nigga. Oh, you can't play when you're going on JFK. Mm-mm. I looked up one time. I think I was like falling asleep. I looked up and I was just somewhere in like driving past people's houses in Queens. <laughs> oh no! And I'm like, wait, where the fuck? Where are we at, sir? Oh, you shouldn't even need GPS to get to JFK. If you're Thank driving you. in New York City, you should know how to d- get to JFK and LaGuardia off top. First of all, flat rate. Secondly, like, <laughs> how do you not know? I don't get this. How to get to like the major New York City airport? Yeah, no, I don't know. What? Oh well, you know the GPS was telling me to do. Okay, no, I I get that you probably are not a professional driver, but if you are driving in New York. You have to know how to get to the fucking airport, girl. Set the GPS on fire. That reminds me of when I had a driver for Uncommon Sense and he came to pick me up and he was supposed to take me to, obviously, Times Square. He was like, let me set the GPS. And I was like, you don't know how to get to 42nd and Broadway? That's even worse. Something is wrong. Because it's like, <laughs> doesn't get easier than that. You don't need GPS to get to 42nd and Broadway, my nigga. You just count. You just drive right on down Manhattan. Like, you don't. This is insane. Like, what? Oh, I don't know. I don't know if y'all are blaming GPS or if GPS is really the culprit. Yeah, but, that's a good point. Yeah, that irritated the shit out of me. So, I just wanted to talk about it real quick and now I'm done. All right. Well, guys, thanks for hanging out with us today. Yep, that I wraps am up. congested as fuck. Another episode. Check us out on social media at This Is The Read. Our website is thisistheread.com. 
Um, thank you, Miami, for coming out last week and helping us close out 2018. Yes. Thank you so um, much for coming. Yes. And thank you for the video y'all did for my little brother's graduation because my mama called me and she was deep in her feelings about it. She thought it was so sweet. Yeah, so, it was pretty fun. Thank you, everybody, for uh, participating in that. Kifuri, any news this week? Um. So... As we mentioned previously, we have our sixth year anniversary coming up in February. So you can go to Ticketmaster or thereadlive.com. I think there are a couple tickets left. And come meet us in February here in the city for our sixth year. Yep, it's happening. Yep, that's the thing. Um, also, this Friday, the 21st, um, I'll be having a toy drive for the kids and things, it will also double as a pop-up shop, apparently, because, you know, Alex loves to sell merch. <laughs> Two birds, one stone. So, <laughs> you can actually come on down. Uh, the address is on my Instagram page here for the flyer. Um, all the toys should be unwrapped and new. Uh, no stuffed animals, please. And all of the donations are going to go to St. Mary Children's Hospital in Queens. So, if you're in the area, around the area, and you want to see me being foolish and loud... Um, come on down get the address come see us bring a gift make Fun. some kids day and you might even you know get your reed pin or a sweater or something if you feel like you want to do that too but you don't have to Um, yeah oh and thank you again to the Ellis's for coming through today we had a great time talking to y'all y'all are just you're just gems make sure y'all follow them and their gorgeous family on Instagram anything else before we go do you have a, an acronym this week um oh if you have submissions for our best of episode um, oh, yeah, send those yes tweet your suggestions to the this is the read um, account on Twitter or this is the read on Instagram and the people who run those things can sort through them and we'll get the best of episode together yeah I don't have an acronym I'm just going to say happy holidays to you and yours whatever holidays it is that you celebrate or don't celebrate have a great time be safe use your goddamn sense and we'll see you when we get back alright guys we will see y'all in 2019Whether you're a morning person or a bedtime procrastinator, everyone deserves a mattress that works for their style. And you'll find the best mattress for you at Ashley. The new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley brings you one-of-a-kind body-conforming technology, making every sleep tailored to be your best. The collection also features cool-to-the-touch covers and motion absorption to help minimize sleep disruptions from partners, pets, or kids. Shop the all-new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley. For the love of home. You can start your day off right. When you find a professional on Angie to get your plumbing right first. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Visit Angie.com. You can do this when you Angie that.